Hey. Yeah. There we go. We're here, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Keith Paisel coming in kind of hot with the TV. Absolutely. Welcome in. Coming in from up high, coming in hot with everything. Absolutely. We fed the meter before we even started the show. That's how long we fucking (laughs) In preparation. I had a whole cool background thing that was going to just blur the background cool like blue man group silhouettes. (laughs) It's going to make, but it crashed my computer every time I tried. So this is what we're stuck with here. We got the the all-star game is the big thing. This is the all-star. It took about two minutes to figure it out. I didn't know where it was being held this weekend. I asked the game. You didn't know. Then we listened a little bit. It's Party Utah. City, Utah. <laughs> I, I tell you what. If you'd go there, maybe you could go like skiing or something. That'd be kind of cool. Go to the All-Star Game and ski, too. I bet you there's a certain L.A. asshole who went up to Salt Lake to watch the All-Star Game. He brought like a first date on. Some prick from like Beverly Hills. I love how you're gendering you know? him, man. You know? <laughs> but no, Look you- at the screen they got. For I feel like the it's all about the, the introduction and not even the game. Well, exactly. This is the en- there's no more image-conscious league than the NBA. I'm one of these oh. dancers. He's a superstars yeah. league. Yeah, it, it, you see these. Kenneth things? Lofton Jr. is that Kenny Lofton's kid? Yes, the I outfielder. Gu- I guarantee you. I guarantee you. That Absolutely. makes me feel old. It's like the idea <laughs> of like these like the people that I used to watch as a kid are all have like adult kids that are also in sports. Now. Oh, I know. It's it's just. That, was there a moment of that when you were a kid where you remember where your dad was like, I remember fucking Earl Earl Stingley's no, fucking. I'll, I'll remember me for me when I have. Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Sr. playing. I just thought about this literally yesterday. In the 80s? Uh, no, it was 1990. Uh, and they played in the same... And I was yeah. like, Ken Griffey... It's like a famous game where they both hit a home run in the same yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, exactly. And it was like... Uh, but I remember it was just like, oh my God, that's how great Ken Griffey Jr. was. He was like built to be a baseball player, you know? But I mean, Griffey, I mean, Ken Griffey Jr. was like a name. He and Gary Sheffield to me are very much intertwined. Chef? Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, no, but, but with uh, for me, that, yeah, that's what it was. But anyway. So yeah, All-Star Weekend used to be huge. It used to be Absolutely. the, I feel like they've slam dunked their self out. There's no more like mystique to the slam dunk contest. Oh. God, when they've that done them all. They've jumped on. over cars. They've pretended to be <laughs> Superman. I remember when just remember when going from the free throw line was oh, the fucking. That's the, that, that's still the threshold. That that was a different level. I remember that in '76 when Dr. J won the ABA. The ABA was a hilarious league. I have extremely faint memories of the ABA because I love the ball. They need to bring oh, that ball back. Yeah, but they had the three pointer. They had the ball and they had the dunk contest in Denver. The in red, white, and blue ball. Am I gonna? And that's when Dr. J won it. But he beat David Thompson. David Thompson could totally jump, man. I remember being impressed by David Thompson. He can get a fucking silver dollar off the top of a backboard. Like his, he had like a 57-inch vertical leap. That probably never happened. But uh, that's why Jordan, Jordan actually, David Thompson to him was like this electrifying athlete. He was going to take David Thompson's mantle because he wanted to go to what an average-ass name. Oh, oh, he was he Billy was all, Smith. Well, he's, all-time great Billy Smith. <laughs> But David Thompson could sky, and, and but he, he also could sky, brother. <laughs> you know, he also Did had he a, dig on the swine. He had a severe cocaine problem. A he he was Michael Ray Richardson level cocaine. You know problem. what ball I'm talking you know? about? But on the screen for the viewers, I have the red, white, and blue ABA ball Absolutely. that we're talking about. Absolutely. Classic baseball. Oh, it's uh, that or ba- basketball. That, it's absolutely. And I remember seeing that. It the ABA cool. logo looks like an afro. <laughs> like it's got. <laughs> Well, they knew their audience. They knew who they were going hey, for. Hey, blood. Know? 
I mean, that was like the ABA and the NBA in the late 70s when they merged. You know, it was like the AFL-NFL a little bit. Like, only four teams from the ABA made it over, though. It was the Indiana Pacers, the San Antonio Spurs, the Denver Nuggets, and the New Jersey Nets. The Ice only Man teams played, that made it. Iceman played for the Spurs. That, that oh, yeah, era, absolutely. Right? They yeah, were yeah. like the great... They were like the... Juggernaut of the ABA, right? Uh, uh, no, the ABA juggernaut was actually Dr. J with with like the Nets. The Nets were actually really good at the end, uh, but there was like, I'm sure, uh, the the no Golden State was NBA. I apologize. There was like the California Oaks or something. All these A. Oh, the they Virginia had a lot of squires. Rochester ran through a couple teams. <laughs> the, Rochester the Royals. Colonels, you know. Yeah, the Kentucky Colonels. But anyway, it, it's a St. Louis spirit. The spirits of St. Louis. That was a team too, you know. So the ABA, that was, but but I remember like again watching those early dunk contests, like in the mid '80s. It was like electrifying. Larry oh, Nance yeah. won the first one. Larry Nance beat Dr. J in '84. I know? feel bad that I was desensitized even when I got to it because I remember watching video of like the dunk contest yeah. in like the night of like the late 90s when you'd come home at 3 p.m. and ESPN would be playing fucking yeah. NFL films and then they'd play like a the 1990 Eastern <laughs> Conference Finals yeah. it was like a throwback yeah absolutely and I remember watching that dunk contest being like that kind of like who cares he jumped from the free throw line like I remember God, I remember really? being really? like the first time I saw Jordan go from the free throw line I remember being like why was that a big deal because it's fucking amazing that a human being can jump that way, man. Because I think I my the dunk contest to me is Vince Carter. Yeah, I was gonna say Vince. Vince Carter had electrifying. Real quick, Larry, can you turn the th the humidifier off? Is that Dominique Wilkins? Look at Wilk. <laughs> Look can you at turn Wilk? the humidifier off. That, that's amazing. Dominique Wilkins is, is in oh, the crowd. Oh, they all the greats. That, well, they, that's what makes me feel old too. Is Joakim Noah is like. The great. Oh yeah, this. yeah. He's yeah. like the guy they chose to be the fucking all timer for it. Uh, but the, I think it's Team Pau Gasol and Team Darren Williams <laughs> fighting well, I mean, Illini's Darren Williams. Yeah, I remember them then going in 05 They lost to North Carolina. In Look the at Guy Fieri. Game. Oh man, single-handedly saving the restaurant industry. By the way. Yeah, probably. Oh no, he's raised tens of millions of dollars. I had to lower the TV for that to yeah. let people know how fucking hardcore Guy Fieri is. <laughs> For the bussers, for the bussers and the tens of millions, tens of millions is a drop in the bucket, my friend. Oh no, it's it's like a he kept places open in the in the in the demi in the pandy. Oh yeah, that's my funny name. Oh yeah, yeah, the pandy. You know, some I had a threshold a breakthrough this week about the pandemic. In that, I just looked it up. The last true spike, I guess, according to the site I went to, was a year ago this month. It was February 2022. What are you, right wing now? There hasn't COVID's been a spike. everywhere. People are dying. Well, yeah, people no, are I'm still dying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the point is, that was the, and so I feel like it's gotten to a different threshold, but it's come up in more conversations recently. Wasn't there a time when we weren't talking about it for a long time? And now it's sort of come back? Uh, or has it always kind of been no. a simmering thing? It's always, it's been, always a, been a simmering thing. Kind of there. Depends on the, the crowd. Like the cancel culture people are always bringing up COVID and like, oh, uh, some people that talk about it a lot, even the like yeah. medical people. Like there's this Larry follows this girl on Twitter who thinks everyone should move to the desert. Uh, hold on. Let me fix this. Just because. <laughs> God. Like she's so into the COVID regulations that she thinks like 
It hasn't subsided at all. People need to live in the desert in small tribes away from people. And those people call it SARS-2 because they know that the word COVID-19 gets flagged immediately on most social medias. So like you can always tell someone who's aggressively pro or aggressively against COVID regulations by them trying to like mask posts about it. Like SARS-2 is still here, everybody. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I remember... I, uh, it's, so I, I guess, I don't know. For me, what, what I think about is, yeah, it's now a permanent feature of our life, which I oh, always yeah. knew it was going to be. Yeah. It's just a permanent feature. It's like a bad, shitty flu. It's like, the, what do they call you that? Know? Endemic. You know, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just, but to me, what, what this, what disturbs me about this is, it's, COVID is as endemic as mass shootings in this yeah. society. <laughs> but the point is, what, no, COVID is actually worse. But, 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 but what if, I mean, to me, this is, uh, this is, what's the next one going to be like? The next one is going to be oh, dude. so much worse. We don't got left. We don't got long left. Uh, I mean, it, it is. It's going to be. It's like some sort of viruses adapt, and like the next one, it's like, dude, oh, a hundred million people died. Whenever like, they would have whoa. documentaries about end of the world scenarios, yeah. all the cool ones were at the beginning. I always hated like they would have like asteroid impact. You'd be like, fuck yeah, yeah. they led with that because they yeah. needed the ratings. <laughs> they needed with, a big splash, so to speak. Then exactly. it would be like some space shit, uh, but like the solar a solar flare blows the fucking magnetic field off the earth yeah and when the sun rises everybody just boils to death yeah yeah and you're like okay that's still kind of cool and then there'd be one more of like if a martian dust storm happened on earth yeah and then the last one was always a disease (laughs) and it was the most boring shit of all time because it was always just like vines growing through buildings and like dogs eating their owners and you were like i always turned it off by the time disease hit but that's where we are in the documentary oh oh, yeah yeah the point but but disease is by far of all those scenarios is by far the most it's it's the one that's going to happen and that's why i feel like they needed to make the video aspect of those documentaries more entertaining because they would always say like you know it's these diseases are going to ultimately be all these fantasies of the space like the disease is ultimately going to be what probably kills us yeah but like yeah. Don't, don't make it the most boring part of the documentary <laughs> well yeah it is i i think also I, I if you really think about it it's far more disturbing right it's far more disturbing than like it does you know? disturb me a little bit you fucking know? spinal tap <laughs> so is, it, is this like a rookie game right this is no i think this is the game Let's no this check is not the, the all-star game this is not the this is like the first and second year players plus yeah. g league standouts compete yep. in a three game mini tournament from the Vivant Arena, Vivant a prep drug for AIDS. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, it's Sunday. Oh, I'm, I'm no. sure the, the All Star Game is Sunday because tomorrow will be the three point contest. The it's, dunk well, contest. tomorrow they're pick. They have to like yesterday. I think they picked the teams. They do it like street ball, where like the captains pick their players. Like, I want him. Yeah, I want him. Give me little J. They do it that way now. Yeah. <laughs> Because people, that's why I wanted to bring it up. Because people, that's hysterical. modern kids, and this might get you mad. People hate All Star Week. They think it should be. I personally think it should be gone. Yeah, I think it, it's just in all sports or, or just basketball? in all sports. There's no yeah. point for like yeah. Premier League doesn't do an All Star game. Yeah, yep. And if anything, they take a break because they're fucking like we're the only country that like 
showcases like here you know these play these dudes we treat like slaves for capitalism we're gonna showcase them for you <laughs> they're what? having fun the one time they get to have fun during the year it was so fucking militaristic and bullshit all-star week what's also the, the one, one time, time you guys get to have fun outside of that it's death grind war <laughs> basketball grind death war <laughs> Yo, I always thought that, that basketball it was the most war woke of the professional sports. Well, yeah, because it had the most fucking people of color. You know, yeah, it definitely was the most woke. Hockey, to me, would you say, what is the most right wing? Is it baseball? Is it hockey? Or is it football? Probably it's hockey. It's not football. I think it's, it's hockey. Yeah, it's hockey more than baseball. I mean, let's be Baseball's honest. Baseball's in there. Baseball's in All there. sports owners oh, what, yeah, are conservative. Of course. You know, it's just, that's what it is. You know? They're all non-woke. I, I bet you Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban to me strikes me as someone who might be quasi woke. Yeah, but like in a in a way, to, there's too, not too woke, but he's probably just like probably says the word tranny too much, <laughs> like in that like kind of he's probably a little free speech. Yeah, you're sad. That's a bad. He's a little probably a little investment bankery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. I could talk with him. I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah. You can you can we, share we you can share a table in which Asian women are shitting on the glass and you're below <laughs> no, it looking God, up. God, gross businessman yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what businessmen. I, I tell you what. I think I told you a story about uh, a good friend of mine. I think Surf I told around you, a little bit. He, he, had, he had to fly to the United Arab Emirates, Abu Dhabi. He had to go to Abu Dhabi. Hell no, no, yeah. no. What's the other one? Dubai. He had to go to Dubai because uh, the sheikh there. And I've told the story here, but if you've heard it, uh, listen, all four of our listeners have heard the story. I apologize. He, the, the sheikh there wanted to create an entirely sustainable city in the middle of the desert, an entirely like a, a city of like fifty thousand like people, solar panels, and yeah, shit? And, and, sounds and, and, like Elon Musk. I mean, like this, just futuristic. Like this is how the was it Elon Musk? Oh no, it, it was some. No, it was a guy. Wealth. I think it, it was, was a guy. Literally. Literally a guy who's worth in the trillions, like one of these incredibly wealthy oil shakes. They went to see me too. Here's what they had. To, so this friend of mine worked at, a, at an architectural firm. They made a, had to make an architectural model of a 40-story building that was completely like, self-contained and sustainable. You know, so and so and so they had to fly this. He had to fly this model. They had to deliver it over to Abu Dhabi. And then they had to fly over and give a presentation to the sheikh. It was like holding court. Like, you know, oh, I'm going to a king or a queen. Oh, look at these potatoes, Queen Elizabeth. We got these from the new country. You know, it was like he had to come in and then they had to, they had to assemble the model. And the chief architect gave a 15-minute speech on like – and, and like the sheikh and his two sons were there. And they just said, thank you. And we appreciate that. And they didn't know if they did well or not, you know, whatever. They flew back. They were we, like, you're not Russell Peters. Yeah. <laughs> so he, <laughs> they had to fly back. They didn't know if they did well or not. They just, it was, they, they just treated, stood there. Yeah. They, they, but the camera said, thank you for coming. Shook their hand. And it was just a very kind of low Thank key, you. We were using you for response. propaganda. We're going to. It was a very subdued response. Week later, they get a call. Yeah, we like your idea. We just wired $5 million into your account. Get to work. It was just Ooh. like, so, it was, and it was like, from that, it turned into this, like, you know, Several hundred and million, that's five dollar million project. dollars that you don't embezzle because they'll come embezzle your head off your body. Well, no, no, you, you got to produce, but it's just so different. The way business was done was fundamentally different. The whole contract thing, yeah, they're like, we'll work on the legalities of this later. You know, there was no like, it's very different way that business was done. You know, a lot of cash, a lot of burning through a quick, a lot of the cash. You know, you know? No. think about that. You know, they, when you think about people who get rich, who never had, and, and the way they want to live. <laughs> 
Like this really, what's with the gaudy lifestyle that some people get when they get rich? Like, yeah, I'm going to just show it off. <laughs> Look at what I got. You know, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I, uh, I have judgments on that. Let's break you into know? a topic here real quick, a yes. commercial topic. There's going to be a John Candy documentary made by Amazon. Colin Hanks and Ryan Reynolds, I guess, are going to produce. Look at Colin Hanks just looking gaunt in the face, just upset that his brother pretends to be black professionally. <laughs> who, who is his brother? uh chet hanks but he used to be chet hayes he's a white rapper he fucking speaks patois publicly bruh bruh boy chet hayes <laughs> you want to see chet li- hanks fucking speak patois uh, literally you uh, my jaws drop it's like li- <laughs> this 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 human being exists they actually oh 100 percent. i've never heard of him i've never heard of him. dude chet can you imagine like well like, your life where you're where you're like your father is such a star that you th- <laughs> and you know, dude, his name is Chester. <laughs> I mean, and, and that's well, because Colin Hanks, he's like forty now, isn't he? I mean, he's like, you know, like he's a, he's up there, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like, I mean, because Hanks, I remember Hanks and Bosom okay, Buddies. This is three years ago. I remember Hanks being being in Happy Days. You know, Let's go ahead and cast this to the sharp forty inch Roku television. So this is Chet oh, Hanks. Oh no! This is Chet Hanks speaking <laughs> patois. I, I've got to see this. Several. I, I am Keith. Keith. It's beautiful. I'm excited right now. I am authentically excited. I can't right believe now. you've never seen this. I, I, maybe I have. I you know again. Big up, big up the whole island, massive. It's your boy Chetana. That's the red carpet. His dad's there. Gloves, your hands in. Me, me, father told me presenting and I watch so far what come. Big up, tune in. No, come on, come on. He's not done. Big up the youth, them way out of Kingston. We wake up this morning and we see the thing turn up. Internet gone mad. Respect, you don't know. He's good. He's, it's incredible. It's almost not racist because he's so good at it. But is that his? He defended Adele because Adele had her fucking braids. She got her hair all braided like yeah. fucking Bo Derek like just hilarious and shit. <laughs> and fucking and he was just like and big up brada Adele with a boomba cloud on her head and shit like that. <laughs> Poor guy who's just sitting in the car with him just just wants to smoke a blunt and fucking sexually harass women at Venice Beach. God, he's such a weird Look at LA that. kid. That's Chester Hanks. And that's having your, your your father be just like one of the biggest movie stars ever. Oh, 100%. And just like and the way you were raised and just it's it's break odd. open the old Roku. I mean, it's here. people again, Keith I thought life was going to improve as I aged. I mean, if you I have a kid in here, that's what he's going to be like. It, it, <laughs> Very multi-generational stuff. It, it, it is bizarre. Here's, I, how, here's how powerful the Hanks draw is. He got away with that. Like, people are kind of okay with Chester Hanks be speaking Jamaican patois. Because he's fucking Tom Hanks' boy. It's, yeah, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. Every time someone says that, I want to pull up the song. How bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. (laughs) Every time I look around. (laughs) You remember that song? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Was that Sugar Ray? No, it was some. some, They were a street gang that became a pop act. (laughs) 
That's hilarious. I love it. That it, blows it me that, away. And I'm it a, was that era of music where they had the Cuban guy who rapped and sang a little like this during the song. And then you sing in the background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like the, the, the cigar smoking. Hello, I'm Latino and I, and I rap and I do it. I'm the Mexican version of the guy from the Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> it's amazing. You're absolutely right. I can't. I'm sorry. That, that Hanks. That was un Chet Hanks. That was unbelievable. Oh, it's great. I mean, stuff. literally, we love Chester Hanks in this house. It, it, it was. I mean, in a way, it was. I mean, he was good at it. He was. He's he actually fantastic. was good. He represents, and he really went on to like. I'm not appropriating shit. Like, I love this culture. Like, yeah. he's full on into Jamaican patois. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got he's got a whatever card. I don't well, know I, if it's. I, I don't know if it's in rank with the N word card. <laughs> But he got a card for it. You got? Oh, you mean like a yellow card? Like yeah, yeah. yeah no, you, you, you're going to get potentially canceled. Like, what is the in between? Is there any signals you're going to be canceled? When should you know if you're going to? Can you? Is the handwriting is on the Alan wall? Is that Iverson? Holy shit, he looks good. He's people are always saying he's homeless and shit. No, he got Alan, taken in a divorce. I know that much. Iverson's one of those guys. People always say they fucking see him sifting through a dumpster for sandwiches no. and shit. No, he's not J.R. Richard or, or Chris Washburn. You know, you don't even know Chris Washburn. No. The 86 draft. That could draft, be a guy that lives outside of my fucking in the park over here. The, the 86 draft, if you look at it, it had it was a troubled that where NBA Petrovich draft. Went? Troubled. It, Brad Doherty was the first overall pick. Isn't he a coach now? Uh, and, and then and then Len Bias was the second pick. Hell yeah, we all know what happened there. And, and the, the third pick was a Chris Washburn. Oh, no! If there wouldn't have been Len Bias... It would have been Chris Washburn. That would have been the story of how awful his life was. He became this huge crackhead. Well, Crow talks. I'm changing batteries, so you're going to see the TV go away, but it'll be two seconds, listeners. Yeah, he was a crackhead while playing in the NBA. Needless to say, it didn't last very long, and he ended up under a bridge. He was under a bridge for a while. I mean, it's he had a very troubled life. Now, a very poor student, you know, just not a like a Dallas Comedies. <laughs> How's that for a deep cut, Chicago? <laughs> Dallas Comedies. He was a center for DePaul, in the, like in a Rashan Salam. But uh, uh, yeah, but it, it just uh, ah, whatever. Anyway, just go yeah, with, with Iverson. Here is what I've heard about Iverson. Here's what I heard, and this is actually a he good. Seems thing. like a nice guy. Uh, I actually like Allen Iverson. I do. Uh, I think uh, I like a. I mean, I think he's you know. Anyway, but the point is. When I've seen him interviewed, he's very honest. I don't think he ducks anything. I mean, he, you know, he's talking about keeping it real. What if it's not Allen Iverson? It's not, actually. That guy's much younger than yeah, Allen Iverson. It's probably fucking, fucking <laughs> it's Pussy some, Baby or whatever the newest no, young it's rapper some is. TikTok. Pussy person. Baby with the S and the pussy are money signs. <laughs> and it's B- Baby B H A B I. Yeah, B- there you go. Um, yeah, but he. Uh, Oh yeah, what he did—he he, he was smart enough to realize when he was young, his agent negotiated him getting like setting aside a chunk of his money until he's fifty-five. He can't get this money until he's fifty-five, and I think when he turns fifty-five, he comes into like twenty-five million dollars, which is like that's a good agent. That was a smart age, I believe. I could be totally butchering the story, but I know a bunch of his money was set aside. So when he gets to fifty-five, he actually gets that money, and I think he's like probably. 
think Iris was born in 76, so he's probably 46 years old right now. He's still got about a decade to go. If he can stick around for that long, he'll be set for the rest of his life. If he would have had that money, Keith, I think if he would have had that money, oh, yeah. I was just he would have blown through that money, I think. You know, that's just my sense. Dude, I would blow through you know? money. Yeah, you know, it's... There was a comedian. I've told you the story about there was a guy who remained nameless, who's actually a good guy. Um, he 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 got a uh, he got a. I'm listening, by okay. the way. I'm okay. just doing yeah. Uh, he got a development deal, uh, and this is the first time. Oh, dude, this I is a classic it. '90s tale. Yeah, absolutely. He got a development deal, like in the late like there used to be the Chicago Comedy Festival that Mark Geary was part of in '99, 2000, and 2001. Mark Geary's a, for people that aren't in that don't know local Chicago. He's like a local producer. Yes. That like does all the ran one of the biggest like one ran the biggest shows in different locations. Like oh, yeah. every time he started a show, it was immediately the best show in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. And now he's got a permanent location. It's yeah. actually a nice space. And he's I, an Aston. No, he's a West Brom fan. Yeah, isn't he? Or is he a Villa fan? Well, he's from he's, he's from, from the Midlands. He's yeah, from Birmingham. Absolutely, he's from the Midlands. He's from out. Not Coventry, Jesus Christ. Coventry's like that. I can't think of you know, He told me, I'll, I'll remember. But the point is, there used to be a Chicago Comedy Festival at that time. And, and this guy, I remember, I, he, he, this guy, and uh, and who's the guy? Who's the, uh, he's sober now, uh, older guy. By the way, just be conscious. Yeah. Your hand yeah. is right in front of the camera. I understand. I understand. It's all good. But, but, but with, uh, who was the guy? It's Mark Maron. It was oh, Mark Maron. Yeah. Mark Maron was still using at the time. So I, I got invited to a party in Mark Marin's uh, hotel room. He's all in your face. He what the was, fuck, man? Hey? He, he was all that Do you weird. Do a little bit of that? Yeah, yeah. And, and like, who do you think? And like, kind of, who do you think? Like, getting this low tone. Who do you think you are? You come into my room and you do that and you tell me, what are you, why are you, oh, ooh, ooh. And then someone would talk to him. Oh, ooh, 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 you mocking me now? You mocking me? So you mocking me? Oh, who do you think Holy you are? shit. Don't, don't try to get away. No, no, don't try to. And like, trying to like, it was weird, deep. Well, this guy was doing coke with Marin. With Marin. Yeah. And, and, and Marin's sober now, which is good. But I was in that hotel room and during the Chicago Comedy Festival. Long that, hair, long hair, Marin oh, yeah, with yeah, the glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. It was, he's been sober, I think, for two, 20 years now. So he was still oh, 100%. Using, that was know? probably almost famous era, Mark yeah, Marin. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He was, and he was, so anyway, this guy basically got a development deal through that festival. And it was like, how the fuck did that happen? Like, I didn't, I didn't understand these choices that got made. Like, who got plucked and who didn't get plucked? Yeah. It, it makes some sense to me. Hey. But sometimes I'm like, I don't get this. How did this happen? Only Harvey you know? Weinstein picks who gets plucked in this town. So, <laughs> so he got plucked and he got a, uh, a $250,000 development deal to do a show. He was being, uh, the way he was pitched. He was he was a uh, an up and coming uh, Michael J. Fox. He had a Michael J. Fox type energy. That, that, that that's how they perceived him. Kind of a littler guy, and kind of was square. And, kind of, and he was, he had an act. I mean, he had a presence. That's my favorite act out. It, 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 it wasn't hey. that he, it wasn't that he wasn't talented. He had some ability. I'm not going to deny that. He he got the he got his uh, two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and he blew that in one month. He blew a quarter of a million dollars in one month. You got to try pretty hard to blow a quarter of a million dollars in a month. Yeah, you know, and I get a year. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. If yeah, you want to, yeah. oh, yeah. if you want to go hard for a year, maybe even six months, maybe even six months. But a month, he did it in a month, and that was over twenty years ago. He just, I wonder how much. Co- I wonder how much of that Mark Marin spent on cocaine. Well, I think that I know he took a bunch of first class flights all over the planet. Like, and it was, I mean, he, he went manic. 
Like he went fucking crazy. Like he did not. That was back when no, he probably huh? had to transfer a bunch to get around the world and shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. There, there were direct flights. <clears throat> the seven forty seven was very prevalent back then. Still was around, absolutely. The Queen, you know. But anyway, it, it, my point in saying that is just is uh, Look at that one live that, viewer. We love you. Handling that, being able to handle that, uh, having it thrust upon you, and being around that scene, you know, just the whole. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> of being a, of having a thrust uh, upon uh, you uh, and, and trying to manage that at that age got a I, lot of things thrust upon uh, you in comedy louis ck's penis <laughs> yeah it, it, i don't know i haven't I, I went up i got booked at a show last weekend hell yeah I, oh dude dude i i did that i should i did the show that you did that i took you to over in santa monica oh yeah the, you did, did that, that show yeah i did that on saturday you do shows and just like don't tell anybody <laughs> i would have went with you and supported yeah, you yeah no it, it was you know i mean i did was, you do well I had a decent set. I mean, it was. I felt good. Did you I do mean, a little I, crowd work? A little bit, not much, but I got a few. Well, how are you? What do you do? No, it, it, there was the Norwegian thing going on there, and I was like saying, "Hey," I, I was like, "You oh, went yeah. ooh, Flinderbeinderstein." I can eat a schnucker Norsk. You did that between jokes. I was like, "I look Norwegian, don't I?" My laugh. I said, "I got a blockhead like a Norwegian." I got. I got a big laugh. Ah, I got a big laugh. I got this blockhead. And then I went into the fucking bitter truths. It got, I got some pretty good laughs. Did you do your young people yeah. bit? Oh, yeah. The youth um, are cool over there in Nor- Norwegia. Oh, yeah, yeah. The they're, they're, they better. they're better in those countries. Over there in Norwegia. But one half of the crowd didn't get me, but one half of the crowd totally was into me. You know, I mean, or at least I got enough laughs. You know, yeah. it was a decent enough set. Did you eat bags of chips? They For, have little bags of yeah, chips back they there. Do. Uh, I, uh, but I was, you know, I, I'm was rusty. Was Pratikan ever? No. He was actually at a different show. I think he was back in uh, in Chicago. Yeah, he, he goes back weekend. and forth a lot. So I, uh, but I had fun, and that's the important thing. I was parking. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just, yeah, I don't know. I, Fucking I, Santa Monica. Yeah, but what, yeah, yeah, exactly. I tell you what, even there, though, I parked there. It was four bucks to park for like three hours. It was yeah, totally easy. You know, it's like. Dude, downtown Chicago, I remember uh, where a mutual friend of ours, the cameraman for Sam Marill now, James Webb. Yeah. He lived right by Lincoln Park Zoo. Yeah. And it was legit $9.80 to park for one hour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally expensive over there. You, you used to be able to, like, he was right outside. So I would literally just watch my car. And if I saw someone doing tickets, I'd go pay the meter. Like, you learn how to sneak and slide. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. God. Well, you have to because it's expensive. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but yeah, it, it, it was... Uh, so yeah, we've been going off. It's been good, though. With Oh, no, this is what the show... This is Absolutely. the heart of what the show should be. We Absolutely. have things on it. We're talking about what's on TV. Right now, this really is the only interesting thing on TV. How sad is that for the NBA? It, it is crazy that I'm so old, too. I look at these guys. They, they look like high school kids to me. Like these, these professional athletes. You know, but they're also probably all like... They're probably 20, 21, 22 years old. They're so, yeah. You know? I was going to say there's some oldies, but this is particularly the, the first two. Yeah, what they're coming out now, a lot of people even cheat the system. They're like, they're one and done. So a lot of these players are one and done. They play their freshman year and then they're out. Yeah. Uh, but even at most, you 18, you're, they're 25 at the at oldest, probably. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's D League standouts. Yeah. Well, also, I knew we knew a guy. We knew a comic, XL. He played in Europe for like three or four years. That's a regular Europe, ass dude taking a free throw right there. That guy had a fucking fupa. Uh, Europe wouldn't be bad. 
University of Wisconsin funnels players to professional. More people Europe, are doing Europe. that now. That's kind you of know? the road with like people that don't want to do the college NCAA. Like you have to do this amount of weight. Your graduating class has to like a yeah. lot of people say fuck college. Like yeah. I'll go play in Spain for Real Madrid. I tell for, you what, you know, I, I, the money wasn't that great, I guess. But I know someone who did it. I think like the good players, the good players make like four hundred grand a year. Like the real, and then like maybe two fifty is like a pretty high salary. Average player makes like one hundred and twenty-five thousand bucks a year. But you get, I think you get a uh, an apartment for free and get a car for free. So those are two pretty good perks you get. You know. Yeah. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Yeah, I did. Jasmine and I went to the bar Jays so near where I live. Check this out. I'll have to get the specific number, but I think. One percent of the people watching the Super Bowl tuned in specifically for the halftime show. Oh, like I think they it's tracked, even more than that. I think yeah, it was yeah. like a hundred and some million people watch, like a hundred and thirty million, one hundred and thirteen million watch. And I think ten million of those people turned on during the halftime yeah. show. Yeah. Oh, oh. When, when I was at Jay's, people were transfixed by the halftime show. A lot of people they thought give, it sucked. They, they didn't give a fuck about the game. There's people that thought it sucked, and there's a lot of theories. There's one theory. It's bad fans. That she was. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? She fucking. She stood on a plate of glass for you, 300 <laughs> feet in the air. You have the fucking balls to say that it was bad. Yeah, what, do you want her to die? That would have been exciting. Yeah, she's she's with child. You know what I mean? Well, it like, was a big reveal. Yeah. I thought it was just like a, a uh, not Hunger Games, but what's that Asian show? Squid Game. Squid I thought it was a Squid Game thing. <laughs> well, like a red sash. No, because that's a scene in the Squid Game where they have to jump. For, they have to stand on these plate glasses in the air and like they break if they move too much. So they have to make very specific movements and they each fall through the glass oh. and like die. And get caught up. In and then, die. like, the yeah. way the people were dressed in, like, the hazmat suits, I was like, oh, that's Squid Game. But I guess it was a cycle of birth. Like, the stage was a vulva. She yeah. came down into it. The little dancers were sperms, I guess. Like, <laughs> the whole halftime show was her revealing her pregnancy. God. Oh, my God. I, you got to admit. The, the, the ego of that is pretty incredible. Yeah. The ego great. of that is incredible. It, 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 it's like, you know, you, you, I, I'm sorry, you, you know, there is a political statement in there. I think you can see it. You can oh, see that. Oh, the right went nuts. Yeah, you can see that, you know, but it's also like, come on, you're not the only person to give birth. It's so you know? funny to see how, I mean, at this point, they should just come out and be like, look, we're racist because they were like, because some, you know, that lady we laughed at for singing when she won the Emmy. I oh, am yeah. an endangered uh, yeah, yeah. species. <laughs> she sang the Black National Anthem before the game, and it was dope. But the the right the the right wing flipped. But they were, and then some white country singer sang the national anthem and fucking stunk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate when people change the melody of the national anthem. Yeah, it is the national anthem. Oh, for beautiful. <laughs> Four, five, yeah. Well, Jasmine, Four, I am right. <laughs> I know, it's just, they also, when I watch it, when you watch it, they leaned heavily into the military. Like, the military binds us together, people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're but everybody, the, you know? they were like, Ugh. masterful rendition of 
the national anthem by fucking Jim Bob Phillips or whatever the fuck his name was. Not like all that other wokeness before it. Uh, oh, you uh, mean the black person? Yeah. <laughs> the wokeness. Some yeah. wokeness moved in next door. Yeah, I know. My property values. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a euphemism for that. Yeah, she's saying that. Did she, so she's saying like the national anthem, like in a black version no there is a there's like a black national anthem it's a separate song Ooh, ooh, that did not go over well for some people in no America. that did not go over well you want to watch only some people one not deal with it well you want to mm, let me see if I can i'm debating find it. it you know what i've been doing this past let me see week if, let me just pull it up and see if i could shoot it uh, who, who's the guy there's a guy who has a podcast where he goes to trump rallies and interviews people that's not the most original idea but he has a uh, he and a, is an African American friend. They're in New York City. They went to a rally in South Carolina, and they almost got into a fight. And it was just—it's—it's it's just so. Uh, these people, I, it is. There's just such a, uh, such a difference of opinion and, and paranoid. Okay, we're gonna paranoid, watch paranoid. Let me like, throw. Let me throw the king on the TV here. Not not my king, but this is right wing king. I mean, the the, the paranoia of, of these people that he's interviewing is just like. It's bizarre. And, oh, yeah. And, like, and I, I hate the whole two. Like, I hate the younger you're sexualizing. Guy. You're sexualizing the children. I, 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 I hate One the whole. Part of the actual Super Bowl show that many women watch. And that, of course, is the halftime show, which is really kind of the only explanation for why. Immediately guy, sounds like a guy who's never wetted a pussy in his life. Well, I was going to say, listen uh, to his. Teen, when, well, I have a yarmulke on. Oh, this That's guy's such an asshole. She said she was not going to perform at the halftime show. Well, now she's back to performing at the halftime show. It was super weird. It was super duper. Can I interrupt for a second? Oh, I'm going to turn it down and you can have it it on in the background. What is the deal with a lot of these shows? What's the deal? And also with with right-wing people, they always have to soft-pedal something in every show they ever fucking do. Rush Limbaugh used to soft-pedal Snapple. You know, fucking Glenn Beck, that guy, Alex Jones, they're always pushing something. So him, it's like, here's my, you can buy my Daily Wire uh, coffee mug and I'll sell it to you because I always have to market myself because, you know, oh, I'm a snake oil salesman. <laughs> the guy and you know, who, when you're making money, it's the only thing. The guy that- who runs Daily Wire with him, his name yeah. is Jeremy Boring. <laughs> that's his name? Yeah. <laughs> that's the most conservative name ever. God. Is it just like... uh uh, here's, another, here's, here's one more thing I gotta say. Are they of Jeremy the, uh, Boring and Daniel Task? <laughs> <laughs> boring Task, like that's like <laughs> Ben Shapiro. Yeah, is this uh, is this some of the Fablemans? Is it the right wing Fable? Oh, he's a Fableman for sure. Look like at that Yamaka on his head. He's a Fableman for sure. The, the right wing. Oh God, I can't. He's one of those Jewish dudes like Dave Rubin. Dave Rubin, the right wing guy, will use like people will be like, "You're like a white nationalist," and I'll be like, "I'm gay." And he'll do the same thing. He'll he'll spew anti-Semitic shit, and he'll be like, "Well, I'm Jewish. I I'm allowed. I'm made of foreskin. I." Yeah. <laughs> hair was done like Cindy Lou Who or something. That was kind of strange, at least in the, the previous. Oh, What's funny the, oh, about this is there's not really much for them to like. It's not like Janet Jackson's tit popped out. That would be well, exactly. Uh, so it's funny to watch him grasp at straws. Like, what what are we doing here? Like, this is now this is a big fat belly. If if you would have told me. I didn't know this until now that that's what was going on. I just thought it was a choreographed dance. We're watching him do. We're watching him do what we do on this show. (laughs) He's watching TV. Yeah. (laughs) And we're watching him on TV. Would that be meta? This is real meta right now. This would be why aliens kill us right now (laughs) is the concept of what's going on right now. You have people 
who watch people watch TV watching TV <laughs> and no one else watches them do it. To me, it's the decline of the Roman Empire. The That's actually what we are active participants yeah. in. Active participants in the decline it's of the, the Roman it's, Empire. It's, hey, the decline of the Empire is a wave just like any and you got to catch it and ride it. Yeah. You it, said before the show, by the way, Rihanna's pregnant. People have been like, um, is it safe to put a pregnant lady on risers that I'm worried about. You know, he's I'm worried, right. I'm worried about OSHA standards here. This isn't about me hating women. I care about OSHA. Exactly. It's also like they'll use certain arguments that they perceived of the left to like to, to, to make it sound like, oh, hey, listen, I'm using your words against you. Your words, because you've been doing that to us for years. You see, I'm going to use your words against you. No, no, you're just flat fucking wrong. Is here's what you where are. I come. That's a fact. Admit here, that. Here's where I call bullshit on them, too. They always go into the like, they're sexualizing children. There are children watching the show. <laughs> But like, it's just because it's gay and black because like parents sexualize their children all the time. Whenever a little boy plays with a little girl and the dad nudges him on the shoulder, Hey, you got a crush on her son. Yeah. You're not telling your son to fuck that girl, but you're prepping him for it. Well, you know, you're trying to, you got to learn. You're trying to plant that straight person seed. (laughs) Yeah. And that is sexualizing a child. The whole like, oh, what do you got a crush on her son? Like that is a form of sexualizing a kid. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I agree. So I like agree. the idea that it's just it's just bad when it's gays and blacks. Well, well, that's the big argument. If it right was now. a little boy who wanted to pump into a little girl, yeah, yeah, <laughs> then that would be good. <laughs> the what, what I what I read this week in the Economist, so I know it's factually accurate. I think there's something like 287 anti uh, drag laws like drag show laws that are being like passed across the country. Like that's totally an area where they're like, we're going to hoist a flag up here because the family is under attack. No, the family is under attack because of your awful economic policies. That's actually the, the fucking reason why the family's under attack. You right wing fuck. Okay. So, so, so quit trying to d- you know, dissuade like, Oh no, they're going to take over the children. Ooh. What is it? Hey, listen, what is it? Listen, with sex, what's the comf- deal? I-, I am comfortable with, heterosexuality will probably be the dominant sexuality because that's just people are born certain ways it's about accepting other fucking people okay that's what it's about don't fucking minimize them don't fucking make them feel worse about themselves than they already fucking do don't do why would you do that let's watch this and then you say you think they have advantages fuck you this is nikki haley's ad divided the town by race i was the proud daughter of indian immigrants not black not white. I was different. But my mom would always say your job is not to focus on the differences, but the similarities. I'm a 7-Eleven one, <laughs> not an American one. Okay, <laughs> you took the words out of my fucking mouth, dude. Some look at our past as evidence that America's founding principles are bad. Like our poo from the Simpsons. Of freedom it's a is weird, just made like- up. It's a Some weird think like, our ideas are not just wrong. They're trying to poison us with ideals of social equality and black people having some semblance of fucking power in this country. Th- th- that this- kind of rotten <laughs> status quo that we're fucking boiling into our fucking white veins. Here's a tone of, of the argument that just pissed me off. I was watching this thing on the History Channel from 10 years ago and they were talking about race in the 60s and, and this great thing that America has like overcome and it's like little do you know 2013 what you're in store for because it's going to come back roaring and it's just like this whole argument that somehow just we have to now look beyond that don't you understand we have to look beyond that now okay we're, we're over those times we're 
It is the reason why I'm not conservative. It is a historic. It gives no sort of credence that history has a legacy, you know, and like a bad legacy. And it takes a while to fucking get over that. And when you consistently demonize someone, it's not helping. And that's what's going on. You fuck. The reason why they actually protest like that, beyond actually happens, is because they're fucking sick of it. That's the reason why. They're driven to that. You know, it's just, Jesus. Well, the no, the you hate your white race. It's the wokeness. No. It's a great day. A great day. A great day in South Carolina. We were strong. We were proud. And we were right-wing. And when evil did come. Look at the police in South Carolina are looking for a gunman following a shooting at a church. We don't know the uh, severity. We turned away from fear toward God and the values that still make our country the free. We made guns more legal the next day here in South <laughs> People Carolina. People had to defend themselves in, that in the church again. pew. We actually were driving around an S, a bunch of S10 pickups throwing machine guns out into the street like apartheid. We heard in apartheid they would put piles of machetes up <laughs> to just hack black people. We're doing the same thing with guns because these mass shooters, they're not white. Even though they're all white. <laughs> well, although, wasn't there a guy this past week, a black Dude, guy? Dude, the last few have been black. Yeah, and yeah, Asians it's, it's and a little bit color. Like, it's not been a good run. Yeah, I know. But at the same time, it's vast. That's equality. White. But it's, <laughs> it's also because there's still more white people. That's the reason why. There can be shooters of color as well. Yes, we're equal opportunity. She's an opportunity to rewrite history. She b- no. labeled that as the left, by yeah. the way, oh, yeah. the liberals. Oh, I know. The most establishment, I know, borderline right wing yeah. fucks of all time. But, well, she knows she's still paying. Stri- she's, it is. It's literally trying to appeal to a different part of Trumpism. Also, it's still Trumpism. But these a different people part of it. also don't know what progressivism is. Yeah, like they don't. They literally think that people on the left want to make young children trans and yeah, like yeah. put lipstick on them and have yeah. them fucking <laughs> just like sucking off their friends in public. Like they don't get what like they think like equality is a dog whistle for like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like turning into the worst thing. And it's all because of the economy. It's just anyway. Yeah. It's all because no, no, don't, don't have them come back after our money. Don't have our money, meaning the rich's money, because the rich, they look out for you. They're on your side. They should have more. It's God's will that they make as much as humanly possible ever in the history of our species. John D. Rockefeller level of wealth. That's okay. They should have it all. Don't you? It's the next life we should care about. The next life that we don't know if it truly exists, but we'll say it does exist because you've got to think about the next life, not the one you're currently living. Don't you understand that? It's Isn't it weird? It's a weird part of trumpism like trumpism is getting more textured yeah well and he's gone it's weird how he really did infect the system with like a form of politics because he's going to be nothing he's going to be ross perot in the next election and it's going to be desantis who's going to be like there's going to be new trumps every few years well i told you that 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 was my biggest fear at the beginning of it they look at him as a hero he's been able to be a battering ram and kind of you know and blast through it all look at that i remember the day this happened they this is here's what blew my mind about television how sky high television was that game was on in the afternoon 
the that final MJ shot. Oh, that no, game no. was on at like four p.m. Because uh, I, I remember, I remember watching it. The last shot was at night because I, I did stand up that night at the bar on Armitage Street, uh, the World Pub, or that. I can't think of the name of that place, but it, it, it was uh, doing stand up that night. These the Globe. The, did the Globe have? No, not the Globe. Was where placed the lines then. There was a the Map Room. Map Room. The map room on Armitage. I knew I'd get there. It was the map room. I did stand up that night. It was it was in '98. That was the last Jordan Championship. That was that was 25 fucking years ago now. <laughs> oh my god! Let's see, because I know sometimes these games were on in the afternoon. Back I, in the I, late I, 90s. It might have been. It might, might have been. Uh, I remember watching like the uh, the Bulls when they clinched against the Sonics. That was the afternoon. I was out here. It, it was several hours of sunlight still left. I'm sure they, yeah, they want to perform well in this to get a job here. in the league. This is like looked at as a minor league opportunity. You know? It's so it's so interesting, man, when you age and you just you think more from a management point of view, like how things are constructed. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, Nikki Haley, I think she's going to be a sacrificial lamb. I still think, I mean, Trump's going to run. I don't think he wins, but I, I think that will be the, the end of the, the, well, the, the, the violence will happen. A lot one. of people think that game six of the 98 NBA finals has its own fucking Wikipedia page. <laughs> wow. Paul Gasol. Is that Bo Kimball? Oh, look at that for a deep cut there. Shot a free throw left handed. He was actually right handed. You know, so it is. was 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, so it started at six o'clock. Because I yeah. remember it was day, like I, for some reason I remember it being daytime. Well, it was the summer. I'm sure the day, it didn't get dark until eight o'clock. Yeah, it was or like 7:30. Because I remember when that game ended, I like went outside. Yeah, and like shot hoops. Yeah. When you what, pretend. He, he, were the Bulls? Did the Bulls make a big impression on you when you were a kid? Was that like a like a sports team? That was like wow, this. This meant something. No, because my memories start with them being good already. So it oh. was kind of just like, yeah, they're good. Okay. Like, so, yeah. I was just born into them being great. The rise, their rise is a good story. Having to get through the Pistons was a good story. Like the you Pistons, if you watch, it's not even basketball, man. I mean, I think about that. It's just, and I wonder why I didn't really like playing. And I played a lot of, ba I played a ton of pickup basketball. I played five years of organized basketball. Went to basketball camps. It was okay. Not a great player. Okay. Yeah. And, and it just, but back then, it was like, it was really, you get knocked to the ground. It was pretty physical. Looks you know? like they're wearing WNBA uniforms. <laughs> Right here. Fucking the Montana Stars. <laughs> yeah, against the Iowa Cornets. Lisa Leslie, Leslie playing out there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right, like that's just how he's wired. He's he's someone who's going to be at his best, but it's going to make you. I mean, these poor announcers that have to like yeah, string yeah. out some information about these guys. I mean, this guy right here. You know, he's going to be working at DFW in the <laughs> offseason, and then, but like, he's going to be working hard. Yeah. These guys have actual problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's got to pick up a gallon of milk for his baby. You mama. know, he's a little on edge today because he got yelled at on his shift at fucking Rite Aid. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's a little frustrated. He came into work a little frustrated because his paycheck was a little late. Oh, man. I, I think I told, I, I had a buddy who's, uh, whose brother, uh, played in the CBA. Remember the Continental Basketball Association? I've, I kind the of, CBA, yeah. yeah. Didn't Kareem Abdul-Jabbar coach in the CBA? No, no, no. It's where Phil Jackson came from. Yeah. He coached the Albany Patroons. Who were they, they were a force in the CBA. There were some players. Craig Elo. Remember Craig Elo? He was the guy Jordan, Jordan made a shot, shot over. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a, he was a, uh, he was a CBA guy. Johnny so Occasionally guys would make it up from that league. And, and I guess, God, what was the point? Oh, a buddy of mine played for the, the Rockford team. And he, because he had a college education, all these guys he played with, 
had like four kids from three different mothers. They're making like 65, 70 grand a year. It was basically like a lower middle class life. And, and one of the guys had like an STD and he's just like, he had to talk to the, the, the dude that he had a degree. Like, what do I do about this? He didn't know where to go. He didn't know what to, he didn't know who to speak with. And he was just like, he was kind of like the de facto team doctor. Like, that awesome. happened a lot. The like, guys are coming in with, with like a legal problem. Hey man, you know, what do you know? Like, hey blood, <laughs> slap me some skin, Jack. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know what movie? Do you know what movie I just saw? I watched the last that I just saw. Yo, man, slap me some. Give me five. I want to live back in the days when black folks used to call each other Jack. And those days were fucking cool, man. Yeah, those were fucking cool. Cool breeze. Yo, Jack. No, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, but, but, but what was my point about oh, Craig Elo? Oh, yeah. Craig No, no, it was the CBA. Or I don't know. Oh, we were just talking about the. It was just about the CBA. Yeah, yeah, and, and playing in that league and. Oh, Elo, no, no, yeah. I yeah. just remember. Uh, yeah. So the Bulls announcer who called the Craig Elo call. Hang on. Yeah. A was that Johnny Red Kerr? Yeah, it was Johnny Red Kerr. God, is he dead? Yeah, oh, he died He's a few years ago. But yeah. apparently, he wanted to fuck my grandma. <laughs> well he was a dude he grew up in chicago heights wow he's from like the area yeah apparently yeah. he wanted to he he wanted your grandma my grandpa would always say he wanted to fucking tussle with fucking johnny red kerr <laughs> johnny red kerr i think he played for the bulls he had like a 10-year career he i wanted to stiff stick one to elizabeth getsky do you know you know coach them early dick mata yeah he was the the coach before pre-jordan kind of right yeah it was before like i saw jordan play his rookie year live in in dc stan albeck was the coach it it wasn't even doug collins yet you know stan collins was the first push of like collins will get him over the hump oh yeah yeah and 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 the idea that he could relate to a star i mean Collins was the number one overall pick of the 72 Sixers. Like he played on like I think he played on their championship team in yeah. 83. I I know he on those 70s teams, he was a totally like he was a he played like he played with like like he got playing time with Dr. J and shit. Hey, so he know. actually played, you know, and he was a good, pretty good player. So but I guess he could only really relate to Jordan and didn't really build the team well enough. So that was Krause's move to bring in uh, Jackson. And it's sort it, of it, it I mean that was a pretty smart move. My grandpa didn't True. fight Krause's in World War II. <laughs> for that shit to happen. I'll tell you that. You know, as a globalist. Oh, no! God, by the way, that Ben Shapiro thing was just like grating. Is oh, it, I mean, there's he, people he, that have got, but that's the thing about being, that's tiring about being right wing and why I like that this show is about nothing in particular. Yeah. Is yeah. that like, it's exhausting having to wake up and have, have to have a take yeah. on something that happened <laughs> outside of just turning it on and l- yeah. making fun of whatever is available to make fun of. <laughs> Or like just kind this of is our go show. with it. This is our show. This is what we do. Oh, we're not in the algorithm. That's yeah. for certain. <laughs> yeah, we haven't made it there yet. Yet, my friend. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So I, I was busy this past. I had this deadline, you know, for work. So I, I could not do anything really for the past good two or three weeks. Uh, do you want? Do you want to ease into the hour break? Not go into it right away, but yeah, kind of ease, like ease. flick a flick around yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But I kind of like that that NBA. I mean, that, that, well, we that got it's almost game. over here. Jesus. I think I, I, it's it, over it's, in twenty minutes. Let's see if we if there's anything that the second half. Ooh, maybe we could because I do want to do some live TV league updates, some sure. additions. Sure. Yellowstone, eh? You know your government, dude. I think tonight is gonna. Get I think off they're my doing land. this is gonna be yes, yeah, season one, episode one. Oh, that'll be beautiful. Yes. <laughs> 
we're going to fucking ease into the break and then we'll come back with the first episode of Yellowstone because they're going to show the entire series from beginning until now. Yeah. And then we could do TV league scores. Yeah. Talk about Justin Fields stuff because there was absurdity. Oh, yeah. With yeah. Justin Fields yeah, today. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Here's the well, because here's here is what has become rotten about like the 24 how TV needs to be 24 hours of like. Like I was, I think the last time you were here, I was saying like that there you, the off season used to be a thing. Like there used to, that's where the strongman competitions would get put on. Oh yeah. And they would show the documentaries about the 1990 Eastern conference finals Yeah, yeah, yeah. because there was nothing else to show. Yeah. And like they would tape one episode of sports center yeah. and play it for all day. Yeah. But now there has to be a constant cycle of live yeah. new television yeah. and they all have to grasp whatever was said on a previous podcast. The impetus of this is going to be that Justin Fields said on a podcast that he doesn't like cold weather and people ran with it of him saying that he wants out of Chicago. No. He hates bear weather. He wants him to be on a dome. He doesn't <laughs> embrace bear weather. This is him saying he hey, wants to go back to you Atlanta. You know something? Back when I was watching the bears. No one in Chicago is even saying this. This is <laughs> all non-bear people. <laughs> I was even slightly panicked. I go to Chicago sports radio. They're talking about spring training baseball. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, if this was a real thing, that's all they be talking yeah, about exactly in chicago exactly they're gonna fucking move to arlington yeah. heights man it's gonna fucking happen but we can that watch, is crazy dude we can watch all i gotta show you this bart scott fucking rant yeah i, I want to see it i'm excited about it i'm excited about it you know so what well, we got law and dennis order. farina look at him chicago he used to rock the beat on howard he used to walk the beat on howard street let's give you uh let's is that alonzo morning Easing into the break here, what I'll do is I'll give you a quick rundown of the current top 10 of the TV League standings. And then as we add shit here, let's give a little volume. This is an old Law & Order. Oh, absolutely, man. This is like 02, yeah. back oh, in the yeah. day type shit. Well, what's his face? is dead. Dennis Freen is dead. He's you know? the same age. I've never seen someone him look so old, but <laughs> <For> the same. <laughs> <laughs> He, he, was in, uh, no, he was in a. No, he was in a. Sam Waterston. Yeah, he was in. What, what was the. Uh, he was on Barry Goldwater's what, what was campaign the great, the in 1968. 68? He was Barry No, Gold, no, 68. By the way, I was watching an old NFL top 10, and one of the best NFL turnarounds was the 1970 Dolphins. And I thought of you for some reason because yeah. I was like, Crow doesn't know when the Dolphins sucked. Oh, 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 the Dolphins were one of the elite teams of football until 25 years ago. Because apparently... I mean, they were respected. Apparently, they were know? like an embarrassment of an expansion team. Well, initially, And then Shula yeah. made them great, but I was yeah. like, whoa, Crocious was one when the Dolphins had... The, I guess 1970, they took the year by storm. They went from like 3-10 and 10 to like 10-4. and, four. 10 and four. Yeah, they're 10-4. and four. And then 71, the next year, they were in the Super Bowl, but lost the Cowboys. And then they won two in a row. And so... But I, I don't remember their little dynasty. I, I have no memory of them. I, I I knew they still had a legacy of whoa the Dolphins were a great team my era was a uh, Steelers Cowboys Steelers Cowboys were the force of football you know I've been watching a bunch of late 70s stuff it's been great God it's been so fucking much fun yeah so I love I. watching those old games the coverage of games back then is so crude and rudimentary it's amazing oh, we got TV history you know, stuff to watch too yeah yeah absolutely gonna be man. a good second half so yeah. Yellowstone is cranking up number one. Uh, 2,995 points. Uh, number two, mm. House of the Dragon, 2,268 points. Then we have Rick and Morty at number three, 1,918 wow. points. It's fucking easing its way down. Wow. But that's how big of a lead it had. It's still in third place. Wow. Big show. 
Um, Grey's Anatomy, my Grey's Anatomy coming back in fourth place. It's yeah. starting to be, get those first places, get our 50 points to ease its way back in there. Yeah. Hopefully it could edge out that fucking rapist Justin Roiland, Rick and Morty, no. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, and then number five, uh, Game of Thrones, The Simpsons, the wow. new number six, it jumped the NFL. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, the NFL's done. There's yeah. no more NFL. Yeah. So so six. It's done for six But that's months. amazing that the NFL in four months of television, just because of the first place, it's always 54 points because it's first place every week. Yeah. That like they scored 1,346 points off one episode of television wow. a week. Wow. No DVR, no replay. It's yeah. just always first place. 50 points every week. Surefire well, they, first place television. They have. A, I think you can watch replays on certain subscriptions of a they got of NFL N- film, and NFL they got NFL network. Plus now. They have their own streaming uh, service. I have NFL Plus. It's just five bucks a month. That's not bad. I know, but do you it's, not get? I think you're limited on what you can watch with yeah, the base version. It, it's you a limited can watch on like one live game or something like that. What I like about it is like in the lead up to the NFC and AFC championship game. They had championship games from like 1983. I watch in its entirety the 49er. No, no, no. They're condensed versions. They're like two hours long. So they're not three hours. It's perfect, dude. It's perfect. I watched the 83 49ers play the 83 Redskins in the NFC championship game and just comparing it. I love watching it, Keith, because I remember actually watching the game at the time and just watching it now through the modern lens. You could tell that the Niners were fast. The kicking game, I keep going back to it. Mark Mosley, Mark Mosley coming off an MVP year. He was the MVP league as a kicker in 1982 for the Redskins. Okay. MVP. He, in that NFC championship game against the Niners, one of five on field goals. Now he made the field to win the game. He was 0 of 4 going into his last field goal. He had missed four field goals. I mean, it, it, that Ray Wershing missed two field goals. They, they missed a combined sixth field goal. That does not happen now. It yeah. just does not. If you miss one or two in a game, that's like, whoa. It, when Buckner missed that field goal early, I was kind of like, uh-oh, that might affect them. And it kind of did. But they're they're champs. When I watch a Chiefs play now, it's like watching them. Oh, they're, it's you know, crazy. When yeah. I was a kid, they were always like almost good. Yeah, exactly. And now they're like the new Patriots. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you watch them. It's like they they just expect to win, and they sort of know how to win. So it's just it's been five years of this now. The, they haven't lost to the Broncos since 2015. The Broncos is like they, that's our arch enemy, and they've dominated them for seven straight years. Do you know how much I want that to happen for the Minnesota Vikings? Do you know how bad I want it to happen to, to, to watch the Pack squirm for like seven straight they're fucking close. years? They're not getting close. I tell you what, they made a good move though. They got that uh, defensive coordinator Brian Flores. I think yeah, he's actually pretty good. I, they did. I, I actually like him. I, I think that's a smart move because they got to revamp the entire. You want to ease into some commercials yeah, here? Yeah, take yeah, a break. Yeah. Don't get all right. We'll, we'll be back with TV, yep. league, TV history, and all kinds of fun stuff. Excellent. Keith Pazel's podcast. At last, there's a hair color born of the earth. Natural instincts with natural botanicals like aloe and chamomile. So naturally, you'll feel good about it. Natural instincts from Clairol. It actually leaves your hair better conditioned than before you colored it. Natural instincts from Clairol. Follow your natural instincts. Compromise with a yeast infection? I don't think so. I want an effective cure and a sensible price. 
But that's my Select 7. My doctor says it's just as effective as Monistat, but it costs less. So my choice? My cure is my Select. Oh, that's my favorite. Snackles Double Sweet Cookies. Oh, but you can't eat those double fudge. Everybody loves chocolate cookies. Hey, look at man. <laughs> always fat-free, always reduced calorie. If you crave the taste of chocolate, these Snackwells got you covered. <laughs> you get me. stirs the conversation and the steamiest moments are found in a cup it's not a coffee house it's a place called home introducing italian espresso roast from maxwell house coffee house coffee you can brew in your regular coffee maker deep intense but not bitter it's the first coffee house coffee that's good to the last drop tylenol was always around so I always used it. I mean, you know, for all the things that you use Tylenol for. But my mother said, she's, she's always giving out medical advice. She said to relieve headaches, you should take Excedrin. It's better than Tylenol. She was right. Major bonding experience with mom. I mean, plus, I, I got something that's better for headaches. I mean, what more could you want out of life? Excedrin, the headache medicine. It's time to pick up the phone and tell us what you're thinking about the latest in Landview. Call Soap Talk now at 1-900-740-5000. We'll give you a sneak preview, and you can give us your opinion. Call 1-900-740-5000. 95 cents per minute. If you set your mind to it, you could open the door to a dryness that works like no other before. You must have wished for Huggy Supreme Diapers. Now with the Dry Touch Layer. No other leading brand can keep baby skin this dry. With cloth-like outer softness, stretch sides, and the only tabs from Velcro companies. With dryness this special, what else can compare? Huggy Supreme, the ultimate in care. Ida, no wonder you still have gas. These tums you left in the laundry room don't work on pressure and bloating. My Lanta Gas Relief does. It's got the best and only medicine for gas relief. Ida, don't make me come in there. Ida? Hyperkeratosis. Symptom. Persistent, itchy, flaky scalp. Solution. Neutrogena T-Gel. It works. Neutrogena T-Gel Shampoo. Recommended number one by dermatologists. I took the test and it came out negative when in fact I found out two weeks later that I was actually pregnant. I was very shocked. When a home pregnancy test fails, the reason can be simple human error. I'm not sure if I did the test right. EPT is designed to help eliminate human error with one simple step and a splash guard to protect the results. It's easy to use even when you're nervous. A home pregnancy test should be accurate because it's, it's a major change in your life. EPT. So accurate, we call it the error-proof test. There were once five brothers who made extraordinary pasta sauces I have never forgotten. Each brother brought his treasure. Raphael, tomatoes heavy in hand, fresh, pungent to smell. Christophe, summer leaf basil, 
with fresh garlic, onions, they created more than a meal. More like a first kiss. Taste the pasta sauces they inspired. Five brothers, one passion. So, which bleach is better on tough stains? She says Biz is better. That's Ultra Biz. He says his is better. His is a leading color safe bleach. We'll let the stain set in overnight. Then, one small scoop of Ultra Biz here. Twice as much color safe bleach here. Hey! And the winner is. Biz! What? Biz is better than his. <laughs> Ultra Biz, the better stain getter. Sunday, the deadliest battleship is about to take over the world, and only one man can stop it. Steven Seagal and Tommy Lee Jones star in Under Siege on the ABC Sunday Night Movie. Parental discretion advised. Is Jax using Brenda to get to Lois? Find out on General Hospital next. The American Broadcasting Company, ABC. An ABC News Brief, now from New York, John Donvan. Good afternoon. In Miami, a robbery turned into murder today when a Dutch tourist was shot and killed while asking for directions. The shooting was similar to a string of attacks in Florida three years ago. The FBI has arrested a former employee of the National Security Agency, charging him with spying for Moscow in the 60s. And five days away from Arizona's primary, polls show Pat Buchanan in another tight race with Bob Dole. More on World News Tonight with Peter Jennings. Merle Norman reveals the secret to a more beautiful you. When it comes to eyes, we know where to draw the line. For beautiful cheekbones, we blush to tell you how easy it is. For lips that speak volumes, the secret is simple. Come into a Merle Norman cosmetic studio. With a free makeover, our beauty advisors will show you all the ways to a more beautiful you. And that's one secret you won't mind sharing. Merle Norman's five-piece spring gift is yours, free with a minimum purchase. Surprisingly, your washing machine can have more to do with getting your laundry clean than your dismissal. And one laundry system is proven to perform better than any other. Kenmore. Designed with an exclusive agitator system that ensures that whatever you're washing gets circulated throughout, as if it were in there alone. Working so quietly, you might forget it's there. Shouldn't you consider the brand that's already at work in over one out of two homes in America? Kenmore. Come see the innovative side of Steve. The ultimate tribute to Nicole Brown Simpson. Olympic couple Bruce and Chris Jenner named their new baby after Nicole. Next AJ. Today at 4 on 13 WLOS. 13 WLOS, serving you with 18 translators. General Hospital, brought to you by Oil of Olay, a lifetime of beautiful skin. You can never be too careful about the sun. You might think that when it's cold and cloudy out, it's okay. But the truth is, it's not. Even in the light of winter, UV rays can cause damage. I can't hibernate all winter long, but I can help protect my skin. Oil of Olay Daily UV Protectant Cream. Intense hydration for winter plus SPF 15. A level dermatologist recommends year-round. Helping prevent fine lines and wrinkles. If I'm good to my face now, I know it will pay off later. A lifetime of beautiful skin. Olay's Daily UV Protectant. What would I like? Mmm, a baked clam. Veal yes. parmesan. Oh, and garlic bread. Sounds good to me. Yeah, all the things that give me heartburn. Oh, and it's too late to take my Pepsi C. What? The package says to prevent heartburn, you have to take it an hour before eating. An hour? You don't have to wait that long. I don't? Try my Tagamin HB. Tagamin? The label says it takes half the time of your Pepsi. You're kidding. No. I mean, I could take Tagamin HB now, order what I want, and not get heartburn? Sure, and it lasts for hours. Uh, waiter! Mm -hmm. 
Tagamet HB advanced prevention of heartburn in half the time. Walt Disney Home Video invites you to swing into action, dive into danger, and plunge into a wild new world of incredible adventure. Come on, Nico! Pocahontas is yours to own on video. It's mine! Mine! Mine for the taking! Don't miss your chance to own one of the best films of the year. I've never seen anything like it. It's Disney's 33rd animated classic, Pocahontas on video. On sale next week. What can 14 days mean to your hair? With Pantene Pro-V, it means healthy, shinier hair. That's the Pantene promise. Give us your tired, your weak, your processed hair. You'll see a difference within 14 days. Pantene is the first root-penetrating pro-vitamin shampoo. Root to tip, it improves the whole length of your hair. Results you actually see. And 14 days is just the beginning. Pantene Pro-V, for hair so healthy, it shines. Check it out. When I was young, Mom was always making sure I ate right. It wasn't always easy. <laughs> well, now we're listening to our doctors and taking better care of our health with Insure. Insure is recommended number one by doctors as a source of complete balanced nutrition. More than a vitamin supplement, Insure has all the nutrients adults need to help stay healthy, active, be energetic. Drink Insure as a meal. Or in between, Insure. To your health, Mom. Uh-uh. To our health. Insure. Recommended number one by doctors. Listen up. To enter the general hospital man you love sweepstakes and vote for him, send a standard postcard with your name, address, phone number, and the name of the general hospital man you love to General Hospital Man You Love, P.O. Box 5115, Blair, Nebraska, 6800951115. Tonight, her only daughter vanished without a trace. Then the phone calls to mysterious frightening. I'll bring you this mother's dripping story as she put her life on the line, searching for the answer, where is my child? 2020, tonight. A lot of people think that by skipping meals, they'll lose weight. More often, they end up eating more. At the SlimFast Nutrition Institute, doctors recommend SlimFast as a healthy, satisfying meal replacement and an effective way to lose weight. Each delicious shake replenishes your body with vitamins, minerals, protein, fiber to help you lose weight the right way. I lost 12 pounds and I feel great. You can do it. SlimFast. Losing weight, it never felt so good. Compromise with a yeast infection? I don't think so. I want an effective cure and a sensible price. But that's my Select 7. My doctor says it's just as effective as Monistat, but it costs less. So my choice? My cure is my Select. Can you be new? You can if you rush to the fashion casual sale at Payless. Right now, the looks you want for a new you start as low as $9.99. Spend as little as $12.99 and you'll feel splendid. Aren't these just you? The fashion casual sale at Payless. Doesn't it feel good to pay less? For the first time in history, an FDA advisory panel has concluded that a 12-hour antihistamine has been proven to work on colds. No other antihistamine has ever received this level of acceptance. And it can only be found in one brand of medicine. That medicine is Tavis D. Proven safe, prescription strength, Tavis D. The only one with 12 hours of proven relief. All dryer sheets stop static in the dryer, but you don't live in the dryer. You live in a world full of static. That's why there's new bounce with 25% more power. So it stops static better than any other dryer sheet while you're wearing your clothes. 
you bounce stop static all the way from the dryer to the real world and that's where it counts new bounce stop static when others just stop you gave me wings and made me fly single mouthwash gives you this kind of fresh because no other mouthwash combines baking soda and peroxide to give you breath so clean so fresh you can feel it that's the sensation of great tasting metadent mouthwash cappuccino from Maxwell House the magic without the machine Last time I was in the store, I counted about 17 different kinds of pain relievers. I let other people shop around. When I'm in pain, I go right for what I know will work. Motrin IB. Motrin IB. The pain stops here. From the new movie of the high seas comes the one smoldering volcano of a frog who can wrench these words from your child. Can I take a bath? It's Kermit in McDonald's $1.99 Muppet Treasure Island Hamburger Happy Meal. Kermit squirts. Four bathtub toys based on the new Muppet Treasure Island movie now in theaters. God's oh, no. We're coming back here in a, in, a few, in a minute. One minute we're coming back. Can I take a bath? Mm-hmm. The language of love. It's in the smile. It's in the touch. It's in the oven. Betty Crocker Easy Layer Bars. What words cannot express. The taste of chocolate and butterscotch can. With Betty Crocker, life is sweet. General Hospital will continue in a moment, here on ABC. Some sales are so good, the word spreads like wildfire. Friends tell friends. Neighbors tell neighbors. With two years credit free, this is one of those sales. At New York Carpet World, an all-out price splits with two years credit free. Better carpets 50% off and two years credit free. Price cuts the deepest and two years credit free. Yes, no interest through 1996, 97. Credit free till 1998. Hurry, the chance you've waited for. Two years credit free till Saturday at New York Carpet World. Dateline May 8th, 1995. It was a road Bob Howard did not want to go down, teaching his son Bart how to drive. But now it was too late. He was strapped in, and it was time for a left-hand turn smack dab into insurance premiums. Bob Howard. All right. And, and so we were just talking about, I, I saw The Way of Water, the, the sequel to Avatar two weeks ago. Oh, put the, I got put you know, the arm down a little bit. Okay. The sequel to Avatar, Way of Water. We, I watched that with my girlfriend a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> and, and it's just, you know, again, the sequel is just 
whatever they just redid Ava, you know the first one i just made it the second one like it's not it's there's not any real new insights into it you know so it was just but watching that and watching the previews and, and there was a preview for the next mission impossible movie the the scene they shot they have this giant ramp that literally goes down and Cruz is going to opening scene is going to be on a motorcycle and he's going to just jump into a fjord or something. Literally a thousand, fjord. What like, the fuck is that? Well, it, it, it's those crevices where like the, the water goes. Oh, in. like in it, Greece, like yeah, the it, LA river. Yeah. But, but Norway has huge majestic fjords. These really well, yeah, they're stark called fjords, yeah, not yeah. fucking ditches. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're, and they go it's a fjord. It, it can literally be like a hundred miles into the country. This it, is a fjord. So yeah, it's got a, uh, there's a certain, Thing. But, but my point is, is he's jumping off, and and, and then he, you know, has a, has a parachute. So he's live. He, that, that's that's what Cruz is doing to make a movie. You know what I mean? You're 58 years old. You're almost 60. Like you got to retire. You know? Yeah. Shouldn't he? I mean, and not not that he's not bankable. I give Cruz credit because I thought he was he, he was kind of he wasn't canceled for a racist. Thing. He was almost canceled just for being weird. Right, like his whole his meltdown on Oprah was like the end of his like run. I felt like you know, but no, he kind of made a comeback. So I, I give Cruz credit. You're also sixty. You gotta hang it up, man. You know what I mean? It, it, but he he's doing that's his his. Like, you're gonna die on the set of a film or something. I, it's I don't know. Do you want that to happen? I don't know. Yeah. You know, this is, I just gave it all. You don't know what it's like being an artist of my caliber. What I do for my, you're just showing off. That's all you're doing. You know? <laughs> I don't know if it's, I mean, it, it, there's work to, to build up to that scene. You, you should, and, and they, they showed like the making of it. And it was like, I mean, I think, I don't know who's directing it. Some major director, you know, not, not Nolan. He's not directing them. I, I don't know. It's some major director. Who? For the, for the Mission Impossible. Oh, the next one. It's oh, a major sure, director. Yeah. And it's like, that, oh, oh, who was it? it? Was a guy who did. Uh, I hear the new. Did you see? You saw the new Top Gun, right? I like the new. I Top hear Gun. it's really good. I fucking like the new. And I, I am cynical. I've you know? heard they have the whole p point of him coming in is like he's the only one that can shoot a target from like a moving plane or something well, like that. They're put on this incredibly, incredibly challenging mission to go basically blow up a chemical weapons factory. That's in a nondescript country. Just it's just somewhere out there. You must be you excited. Know? So because of the Ukraine war, Russia is now a viable movie villain now. Oh, oh, it's coming back. It's yeah, absolutely. Can you also put the just the yeah. uh, mic arm not down, even just back a little bit? It's just Can like guess, yeah, sure. No, the other way. Oh, 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 oh more yeah, there more you go. Lean there in, you go. Lean, okay. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I mean, it, it's just it's so bizarre to see it unfold Every in front of your time eyes. Time I look around. <laughs> But when I see it unfold, and it's all the same arguments, I thought it was going to get better, Keith. I thought life was going to progress to a better place. And in certain ways it has. It has. But not enough to satisfy me. That was the not whole enough. season three of the new Jack Ryan is like some Ukrainian Russian fucker planting a nuke somewhere. Of course. I haven't finished it. But like I was like, oh, this is like people are probably so happy in Hollywood. Like <laughs> we can do the old Russia. We thing. can just we can blow the, the dust off. Exactly. Do the old Russia gag. <laughs> That that was, I mean, for years, every James Bond, Russia was a a villain in it. it Are you was, a commie? The, the, it was it was either Russia. Are you a commie? I, I like when they they it was either Spectre or the Russians, right? That they would kind of oscillate back and forth as to who the bad guys were. Correct? This, like, yeah. What are, the, what are the bomb motifs for the evil? I th by the way, I thought the last Bond. I saw I watched that. The last Bond, the guy Remy, whatever he is, is the 
who, who was in uh, Freddie Mercury and the Queens, yeah. by, by Bohemian Rhapsody. He's the bad guy. He's a totally good hey, bad guy. Some, <laughs> Bobby Hill said the best thing. He's got the type of face and eyes where if you know him, you're regularly going like, hey, man, are you okay? Because <laughs> he's... I know it's this is just how I look all the time when I talk like this. The villain he plays is this completely emotionally shattered, like a Muslim. He's from a Middle Eastern country, I'm but he's been millennial. raised like a prince. I'm Gen Z. <laughs> I'm a Gen Z Egyptian hacker. And, but I'm I, sad. I'll, I'll be honest. With you. I'm sad. James. He, he Bond. plays it well. He plays it. To, I, I thought he was convincing. I'm sad. Bond. <laughs> But again, the, 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 that that was the motif, though, before the Cold War ended. You know, it, it was basically the Russians or Spectre. Those were the bad guys, particularly right in a Bond movie. When you think of Roger Moore, what stands out to you of the Roger Moore era? I don't remember the Roger Moore You don't really remember it. I, uh, Pierce Brosnan is, yeah, my memory, is my intro to yeah. fucking James Bond. Yeah. Like, I just don't. Because uh, wasn't French, the last Roger Moore one like 1988? It was 85. Oh, dude, that was fucking long gone. And, and, and then there was... There- Jesus, <laughs> they went a long time without Bond oh, movies. Uh, was that a big deal that they were like, there's been eight years between Bond movies? They were on the ropes. That franchise was on the ropes. <laughs> and, and Timothy Dalton tried picking up for eight, 87 and 89. I think it, and I remember I saw oh, one we got of them Yellowstone. I, I watched one of them in the theater and I was just like, this is just not, I, I was like, this is just not that, you know, it, it, it just wasn't that good. Yeah. You know? But anyway, yeah, but 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 those were the bond, the Bond villains of the Roger Moore, Sean Connery era. A lot of Russian involvement for your eyes only. The Russians got back in. that. That was their makeup. That was their. They either or then they have a guy who's so just freakishly diabolical that he wants to like murder the world. That's what he wants to have happen. So the bad guy in the latest Bond movie, because Bond dies. I don't know if you know this. In the last Bond, it's, it's amazing. He uh, he, the bad guy. What he wants to do is basically build these plant. He has these plants. That are extremely infectious and just wants to introduce viruses into the world and just like kill like 80 million people. I want to make sad like, plants. So there's like a, sad plants like and they do it. <laughs> it's a, like the M. Night Shyamalan movie. What if that was his? I saw the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, oh dude, dude, if you and watch And I wanted it, to make it better. There's a great scene where Bond's, Bond's daughter, he doesn't, it's Bond's daughter, is picked up by the bad guy and he's going through his lair. He has his lair and he's looking, he's pointing out all the different plants that he created, like a horticulturist. And there's all these different like elaborate plants. And look, Look at this. He's like, it's he's it's cartoonish, but it's good. It worked. I oh yeah, like, he's a great worked. actor. Yeah, I was like, it worked. I was like, and, and he, that his emotional underpinning was he just wanted the kind of chaos mass. But then I can death. be Freddie Mercury, darling, <laughs> and do wear know, teeth. Do you know where he went to a college? He went to the somewhere year. in Chicago. No, no, probably. no, no. He, he went to Evansville. Where fucking uh, what's his face? Uh, Austin Freld is that Austin? Austin, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's from Evansville. Or one of our old comic friends. The, the University of uh, of Evansville, the Purple Aces, was uh, <laughs> that's the name of their team. That sounds like they had to change it because it was something racial before. <laughs> exactly. Yes, the purple, darkest purple. No, no. But it was, uh, uh, yeah, no, uh, he's from the Valley, but that's where he went and did his theater work at, because he's also in, in the Oppenheimer movie. I, I'm actually excited about the Oppenheimer movie. I think that's actually going to be a good movie. Oh, I'm sure. Because Nolan's directing it, so it's going to have a cool... Oh, and he's probably been preparing oh, for it and shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's... Uh, 
the uh, I mean, uh, again, Oppenheimer, if, if you know anything about him. Yeah, he fucking felt bad because he caused fucking, he split the atom, didn't he? But also, I mean, he was an absolute genius. Like, he's truly an intelligent human being, you know? And his intelligence. Look at Superman looking motherfucker on the screen. Absolutely. Here. There he is. The town grows or it dies. Maybe it should grow. Up. Condos, Alan. Like they have in San Francisco. The, he, he was, uh, it wasn't he, the, uh, wasn't he in American Beauty? He was the oh, love oh, interest. Oh, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, the love yeah, interest. Now yeah. he's a smarmy little jagoff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was That's a fucking the, sad fucking, he was Remy fucking uh, whatever the fuck's character in, in James Bond. Exactly. Look yeah. at Kevin Costner out in America. You man. know we're going to take yeah, my yeah, land. Brother. So do you want to watch Colin? Do you want to intersperse this with a little Colin to get on my Colin sure, rant? Or do you sure, want to yeah. continue with this? Yeah, no, let's go on that because I'm so, on a little bit of a schedule. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. I might yeah. even continue after you're gone. Hey, man. That's, you know... You've been able to soldier on without your sidekick for a while. Um, you know, so uh, this morning it broke that like they was the first hard because I know over the next 70 days, there's going to be rumors and innuendo and people trying to like, yeah, mold the stories of the off season. Yeah. And this morning was the first one where it was annoying Cause like it just, none of these things make sense and everybody is contradicting themselves so hard. I'm going to play this Bart Scott one first. Uh, there is this famous wrestling promo. I want to give this context for you. There's this famous wrestling promo of Scott Steiner and he's like trying to talk about like, if I was only 10% healthy, I can still beat you at your 100%. And he does this whole like, and then you take my 10% and your minus 5% and that's 89%. Then you take that 89% and you multiply it by Y and Z. And he's trying, but he's sounding like an insane person. That's almost how these people are trying to get with these trade scenarios with Justin Fields of like trying to like walk back the ridiculousness of their yeah. statement through like draft logic. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Justin Fields is not the problem on that football team. No. Uh, the team that surrounds him is the problem. Uh, they got to trade that pick. They got to get at least two or three picks this year and two or three picks next year, maybe two next year to trade down. Maybe still have a late first round pick. But they should, they should have to turn that into four other draft picks. That, that's what they have to do. That, that they have to uh, redo the entire roster. And that's fine. That, that's that's absolutely fine. It, it, it's an exciting time. You can see what because you know somebody. Yeah. What to do with the number one overall pick? Many wondering if they'll stick with their quarterback Justin Fields, who no, showed flashes of no. greatness last season. Many wonder. The, n- n- anyone with a brain doesn't wonder. Four that. people are wondering. Bryce Young. Yeah. Bart is back here with us. Hi. Hello. Ed. What up, yo, 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 yo? I'm a white girl. not talk <laughs> black, yo. <laughs> For me personally. If, if I was the head coach there in Chicago, I would stick with the quarterback I have. Yeah, exactly. And of I would course. go get him some some help. Yeah, I'd go yeah. get him another receiver. Th- that's the problem. I'd get him some offensive line help. They need like four I mean, more offensive linemen. Year, uh, oh, yeah. He had flashes and moments where he was actually really good this year, I thought. You know? Oh, 100%. Because they were terrible. Well, and that's what when we get into the Colin, I'm going to play a video of him gushing over how Justin Fields has improved versus today when they need to call up the Falcons right now. Coke, Pepsi, Delta. You can take the leap that Jalen Hurst has taken in the passing part of it. You got a big, strong quarterback. Yeah. By the way, Chicago Bears play outside. Weather has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Believe it or not. <laughs> and, they, yeah. and they do have outside unless they build a dome for them. 
But right now, I, I can you still hear the TV? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's great. Although I, I, I call my, my brother hated Herm Edwards. Because when he coached the Chiefs, my brother's a Chiefs fan. Oh, I'm sure. He just he called uh, him Spurs. Because I believe when you look at <laughs> it, wasn't his quarterback said, Matt, Matt Castle? Said, yeah, it was like a weird era. Listen to Bart Scott. We're in the wilding season. We're in the underwear Olympics. Somebody's going to have the Zach Wilson throw of the day, and they're going to wow you know everybody with what they can do with you know with shorts on. The issue is you have to reset the clock. And I know they have $97 million in salary cap space. And everybody's like, oh, that's great. This whole resetting no, the not. clock is the new that term of the offset, the quarterback clock. You have yeah. to reset it. Have depth at any position. So you look at, you know, you talk about go get They've those kill position players, money, right? You got a lot of money to play with. Because and, other teams are going to buy And they got a good draft for those I think, as well. And how, again, what are you dude, selling them? You're selling them that you don't have a great offensive line, that you got rid of your two best defensive players, that this is a rebuild. So it takes a special player in a certain part of their career to want to be a part of a rebuild. Yes, you have to overpay, like Jacksonville had to pay and set the receiver market. So he's saying you're going to have to overpay for this new quarterback, but you have to reset the clock so you don't pay Justin Fields, <laughs> who is a more proven commodity. Yeah. You pay the smaller Bryce Young a rookie record contract. Yeah. You know, yeah. Two years while they go out and get the pieces and build the people around them. He took a beating. And that's why his yeah. body didn't hold up. And unlike Jalen Hurts, he's okay, not he, a very he, big, strong the, power lifter. Uh, right? They, he's not as elusive as Lamar Fields, Jackson. They, so they, they got to get him some protection offensive oh, yeah. line-wise. Because uh, he, he can't continue to play this way. This, now, is, this, is, this should be the last year of him having to play that from way. The, from the like, they have to turn a corner next year. It's going to be tough. But if you get some talent in there, talent is, I mean, and you can get the right free agents in there. You know, I'm not sold on my Vikings. They got problems, man. They're, they got these kinds. Well, they're retooling defense. Yeah, absolutely. They got a whole new defense coming in. Yeah, they're you know what I heard? Uh, Zadarius Smith. Here, here's the here's the rumor. I don't even give a shit. He played one year. He bought a house. He put his house for sale this week. He knows he's going to be cut. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, he knows. So it's like they're they're going to clean house on defense, which is a good thing. Eric Kendricks. Is so gone. they'll give up a lot of points, but you think they? It'll probably be another this year where they're going to have to win one score games. Yeah, pro uh, probably something comparable to it. I actually think scheme wise, they have a few remaining players that are talented. That the scheme was not good this past year. They, it was the most passive. Well, we're paused. Screen. Let me change the battery. Yeah, it was a pa but the, they're, they're, they were just old. I mean, they had five starters in their thirties. You can't do that. You know what I mean? Like you're just you're getting too old. So they, they got uh, they have enough talent on the D line uh, that they can actually I think be in some games. But their secondary has got problems, man. Oh my god. Oh, they've swung and missed so many times. Secondary picks. They did this past year in the draft. You know, the injuries to both the top two picks, a safety and a defensive back, played a grand total. Yeah, but he ended up playing well when they came back, right? No, they didn't make it back in the season. Okay. They were done. I guess Lewis. But Derrishaw was a guy that you thought was going to be a bust. That Derrishaw is a good player. That uh, their offense, their offense is going to be okay, even with their shitty line in the middle of it. They're going to get rid of Cook. They're get, they're letting him go. They're letting they're, they're going to let a lot of guys go in the offseason. So Stephen A. Smith you know? is a little more sane about it, but he still thinks that Justin he, he his take is Justin Fields just needs to leave Chicago okay but that they should build around him but he should want to leave so here we go with Stephen A well here's why you get a veteran I agree with coach I don't agree with you on this board here's okay why. here's why <laughs> okay because the reasons you pointed out they're so bereft of talent mm -hmm. <laughs> that no matter who you bring in you're asking to wait years 
And so, first of all, I, I don't, don't consider know about Justin that. Fields that small. I don't small. know about I that anymore, see, yeah. Super Bowl week. The brother got some good size on him. Matter of fact, his size is very, very similar to Jalen Hurts. Let's be clear about that. That's number one. Number two, we look yes. at the oh, Chicago yes. Bears. Number two, we look at the Chicago Bears, and you've got Montgomery. We know he could ball. I mean, he's averaging four yards a carry, but, but damn, you know what you're going to do. You ain't got nobody to block for you. Yeah. You got Mooney and Met and all of these other guys. Your leading receiver only scored like 544 yards. Oh. Yeah. What name he is? St. Brown. Yeah, that, is that his name? That's that bad. What name he is? But, you know, it, to me, it's a combination of things. It'll be interesting to see the blend of what they're going to do free agent and draft-wise because they're going to sign like – they're going to sound like four or five free agents, right? I mean, they have oh, yeah. to. Yeah, you know, it's... Well, and like guys there's a, there's a salary cap floor, too. Like, you yeah. have to spend a certain yeah. amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they're going to get... And, and then see what players they go after in free agency and what they go after in the draft and what the blend of that is. Because they, they should have a very good draft. This is an interesting... I, I think that they should be on the ascent. I think I think they're on the ascent. I, I'm concerned about my... My my queens, man, they're just, that defense. It, it, they have to re. They got to blow it up, uh, and they're going to have literally like six or seven new starters on defense next year, which is a lot. But they need to get younger. That's a, that's just a fact, you know. So and they're going to take their lumps. So yeah, why expose? Why expose a young quarterback to that? A new one when you got the one right here that could possibly know how to maneuver his way around it. Now, don't get me wrong. If I'm a quarterback, I don't want to go to Chicago. I'm not wishing Chicago on Bryce Young. I'm not wishing Chicago on Justin Fields. Yeah. I wish he'd get the hell up out of there because Matt Nagy and Ryan Pierce did a piss poor Ryan job. Pierce. The you can't even criticize and say the correct shit. He's in the yeah. situation that he's in right now years and years away. They went 1-13 and 13 right. over the last 14 weeks of the season, including ending the, the season on a 10-game losing streak, yeah. even with a bye week mixed in there. <laughs> that means they went the last 11 weeks without winning the game. This yeah. is who they are. They, they stink. The city of Chicago deserves <laughs> That's true. better. The yeah. fan base deserves but, better. But, but, but I honestly think, I don't think it takes as long as it used okay, to. Okay, listen, to, Bart yeah. Scott isn't going to get into his tongue-tied bullshit they, here. They can't. Uh, why bring okay. in a quarterback to subject another one to what they're subjecting Justin Fields to? I, I would ask Herm, right? Because, because you've built. He's going to ask Herm. How long does it take to build a good offensive line? How many years? Oh, well, now. I mean, and now it's a little shorter. Yeah, I would shorter agree. Shorter in the fact that you yes. go to free agency, but right. it's going to take you two, two or three years. And then, yeah. Two, right? Yeah, two or three so two, years. Two or three years, Mark. Two or three right. years. But you know so something? This is the truth. This is the truth. I, I can tell you yes. from having right. shitty so offensive line play, but 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 they're the, the contours of a good offensive line are happening for the Vikings. I can. Their two tackles are genuinely good. They're genuinely good NFL players. Uh, an offensive line now. If you sign the right guy, you draft. It, it, it's it's a different. You can see improvement even when it's young compared to what you've had. Like I I know shitty offensive lines, yeah. and whoever they draft and sign, it will be an improvement. If it's three guys, oh, they haven't played together. Is it going to be their maximum line? Well, no, but it will be an improvement. And if it's an improvement, they're going to give them a little more time, and they're able to pass the ball better. They got to get a few playmakers, I think, on the perimeter. Yeah, I think, I think they got to get a couple of receivers. So I think they should trade down and, and stockpile a bunch of picks. You know, don't take the first pick. And, oh no, that's what they're know? gonna do. That's yeah. why this is all absurd. Exactly. Cause that's almost the thing. Good. Don't you know? take any of this seriously. That's yeah. why we're showcasing this. Because yeah, this is all. This is what I was talking about before the break. This is all them trying to extend the off-season drama. Ugh. They know that it's set in stone. Bears are trading down. The Colts and the Texans are taking the top two yep. quarterbacks. Yep. And however it plays from there, the Bears are probably gonna get Jalen Carter or Will Anderson. But they can't talk about that every yeah. day. Yeah. Because they'll be. 
repetitive. They want to get an edge guy, right? Yeah, or I think defensive tackles more more yeah. a need for them because they play that four three, so they need that nose oh, tackle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they don't you play need a three, that. Four, they, oh, no, they play a four three. They have four three. Yeah, so their D tackles weren't that good. Well, when they lost Hicks, they I mean they whatever they got old. They got old on defense. Yeah, man. it happens. You so know? here's Bart Scott about to explain his draft. <laughs> the, like you have to let his, this his breathe. Okay. This is going to be. You're going to get lost okay. in this, how many trades and what picks you could get. Because here's the thing. People are saying you should trade Justin Fields because he's not going to be good. But then they also say you can get a first round pick for him. So there's a lot of people that are there. He's going to try and say that you should trade Fields and keep the number one pick and then just rebuild around the new quarterback you get. But listen to all of the th- things he says he could get. Like he turns four picks into like 27 players. <laughs> Weapons on the outside. So you're talking about in two or three years, Justin Fields, because he's not their draft pick, they haven't built a system around the way they want him to play. So that means they have to pay him 40 to $50 million. They have to make that decision in two years, and you're not going to get a fair assessment of what his skill set is because he doesn't have the necessary pieces around. Where if you go get a young quarterback and reset the clock, that gives you four years before you no. have to decide if you want to pick up his option. Then that allows you to go get a veteran Listen, quarterback. Listen, he's just going. He the keeps hell going. Get beat out of him, so we're not looking at a Derek Carr situation where a guy we never know what he is because physically he got destroyed and he's starting to see ghosts in the pocket. So I think this is the best case because if they decide to use the number one pick, you hope to never be there again. But also, if you trade Justin Fields, you're going to be able to get a first round draft pick or somebody's first this Really? Year I thought he wasn't good. You're trading him. For the next two years and the franchise tag. So that allows you to get another first round so that you can build the offensive line by be via through the draft. Oh we watched the process God. of Dallas Cowboys building the offensive line. We watched the process the of Cleveland Browns building yeah. the offensive line. He can't line. speak. We watched the process of the Tennessee Titans, yeah. the Detroit Lions He's building the offensive to. line. He's it trying. Until the offensive line was complete you know, but it ain't before there. we can start giving those quarterbacks credit. Sounds and I'm like saying you don't have up. time. It's not Two years, friend. four years, first round pick, third round pick, offensive line. Like he's just saying no, words. I know. Everclus can set his quarterback of his choice, not the previous regime. Then that's another thing. This old hat, like it's the previous regime. They hate fields because they didn't draft him. No. So no, you, you no. have a chance to build this thing with a quarterback that has some size. <laughs> there, was, there was a I gap of silence there, In wasn't Chicago, there? you better have a big quarterback because of the weather conditions. Yeah. Have you don't, heard, yeah. you're going to find yourself in trouble when November and December hits. Have so here's heard, what we're going to do. Justin we're going to play said, Colin I real quick. I they rebuild the stadium, they rebuild it with a dome because I don't like throwing in the wind. Well, man, <laughs> you just disqualified yourself. You tell he did me. it on purpose. He did it on purpose. <laughs> you just you, disqualified listen, listen, yourself. Listen, 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 listen. Well, then let him go. Tell me, tell me. It's marketing. It's marketing. Listen. I want to go. What he's doing is he's letting them know this ain't the place for me. He wants to. Yeah, he's saying I want to get out of here because he says he doesn't like cold. They asked him point blank, do you like the cold? And he's like, no. He's from Georgia. Of course yeah, he doesn't like I the know, cold. I know. Yeah, well, listen you know. to this bullshit. But he played in Ohio State for a year or two. So first, we're going to play this. This is from 11 hours ago. This is Colin Coward talking about the Bears trading fields. This is about more about the weather. Now everybody's talking about it. So there's something called the placebo effect. I read about it a couple days ago. Again, it's pretty well known that you can talk yourself into being sick. Billionaires do it. Or getting better more quickly. Studies the in placebo, the, that's how the, the opioid crisis started, because of the placebo effect. That has no medical advantage. Big pharma. Big pharma. Billy, <laughs> big company. Big brains. Home runs. Does. If you wake up in a bad mood, it's up to you to turn it around or it's going to be a crappy day. 
our minds control our health to a to a strong degree by the way that i hope we get a dome quote he said it laughing he's just like i don't care if it's chicago or arlington i just want a dome yeah (laughs) which means he wants out of chicago yeah yeah but yet brady mahomes joe burrow big ben often saw it as an advantage brady saw it as an advantage that peyton manning who played in the warm sec and then in a dome in indy would have to go to foxborough he viewed it as an absolute advantage. Fields didn't say it There's wasn't a clip an on advantage. The internet we he can't said he use doesn't because of licensing. Like it. Where yeah. in a snowstorm they have Mahomes on the bench, Mike, and he's going on saying, "I'm a snow guy." He goes, yeah, "I love that's it." That's what he said. I'm just sitting yeah. back there, ooh, linebacker. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm a snow guy. <laughs> that's apparently that's what Mahomes. He they like uh, he loves the snow. Always views it as an advantage. He's from Texas. He's never seen it. That's why he loves <laughs> the from snow. The South Georgia, a lot warmer weather does not like the cold weather. Uh, you know, this... He's talking to um was it Barstool? Yeah, pardon pardon my uh, take podcast. Oh, and oh, oh, that he podcast. talks about yes. how the Chicago weather is really really a bummer and hard to plan. It's I fucking... hope we just get a dome. I don't, I don't yeah. care if we're at Soldier Field. I don't care if we're in Arlington Heights. I, I, I hope we get a dome. You know, it can be cold. It can be 10 degrees. With no wind, you're fine. But with that 15 mile per hour wind, 20 mile per hour wind, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't fight it. It's tough. When it's that cold, you have to yeah. bundle up, like put a bunch of layers on and stuff like that. And your body's cold, so you're not warmed up. So I feel like way slower in that cold weather. It's hard to stay warm. They're chopping way. this up so hard. It's a 45-minute interview. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that thing, when he says he feels way slower, that's the start of them talking about the weather. Because he yeah. said they ask him, like, you know, do you feel like you're faster in the cold? And he's like, no, I feel like I'm slower. Then they start talking about it. that is extremely chopped up. Yeah. But then everybody else is slower too. Burrows so you still have an advantage. You should. They're not seeking comfort. All of them right? are seeking an edge. It is an edge to play in Chicago. First of all, and I hate how he trashes the Bears for defensive coach, defensive <laughs> mentality. There is nothing more defensive minded than fucking bear weather. <laughs> I know. Let's get over it. <laughs> oh, I mean, put listen, a fucking roof I on know. the stadium. Oh, God, and that's why. Why were the, why have the Packers been so fucking good for so long? And no I'm sure Aaron Rodgers there. hates the cold too. Of course too. he hates it. Big frame. Of course he does. And. If Tim McCarver died. See that Tim yeah. McCarver? Record in Baseball's grandpa. Under 40. It's awful. 0-7, See, 61% I, I remember him as a player. Passer dude. rating mid-80s. I got news for you, Justin. Chicago's not getting warmer. <laughs> it's not getting warmer. <laughs> well, they just a lot of ideal LaBella Dump Stadium and Arlington Heights. So, yeah, it is getting warmer, Colin. <laughs> the Bears, I've never trusted Bears ownership or front offices. The great organizations manipulate the draft. I'll just throw this out to you. Yeah, they, and this they, is part of what I love doing this show. Just kind of just fucking fucking with the landscape of the <laughs> league, creating stories that make people panic. I love doing that. <laughs> fucking with people's no. literal careers and lives. Star tight end. Field, fields. Uh, a like Bryce Young and Indy, who their owner said loves Bryce Young. We heard his owner say that. Chicago goes, so I still got the number one pick and I just got additional picks. And then you call Indianapolis, and Indy says, we love Bryce Young. That's what their owner said. So Colin's saying trade fields and the first-round pick and blow up. Just blow it all up. Oh, no. I, I disagree Indy with that strategy, picks, too. And all you have to do is move no. back to four. Well, because you the, keep him. They need the, – the national media needs Justin Fields to be traded because it will be boring otherwise. 
they need to create this drama. God. He's not. They may they, view him in they, Chicago they as not him. the arm strength or the size no, they want no, for durability in that both those cold, windy weather. They may. The field has got a gun. It may like Will Levis. His arm is good. like CJ you know? Stroud. So then Indy can play gives you more water. picks because they're a dome team and a warm weather conference. And he's going to get a little they more thicker. Bryce Young. You know what I mean? Get picks out of Atlanta. Oh, he's saying the Bears get Will Levis. You you go. And you're a cold weather team. If you look at the history of cold weather, it's big, strong, armed guys that win. Even in Chicago, Jay Cutler, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Flacco, Big Ben, <laughs> Tom Brady, 6'5", 225 with a very good arm. Rape twice. Kind of players they don't that are not built for that stuff. Big strong arms. Even guys that didn't succeed at a high level. Jay Cutler, big arm. Big arm. You could completely <laughs> manipulate this if you're Chicago. Get picks from Atlanta. Get picks from Indy, and still get a guy. Will Levis, big arm, smart, white, Polish, <laughs> fits in Chicago. From the west side. Doesn't yeah, from have to live on west the south side. side. <laughs> kind of pull apart LeBron. Okay. And, so that, but uh, here, Michael, and I'm going to go to Colin. Is good. But here's here. This is the fucking thing. Yeah. This is Colin from. Let's go. Not ten hours. Come on here. God damn it. Dolphins here. We'll go with this search. All right, here we go. This is him after the Dolphins loss, I think. Uh, what is the thing? Give me some stuff on uh, Justin Fields where you're seeing growth. Where he's got to grow, what did you see? Well, I loved, I really do love what Getsy's doing. He's making the most of what he has, right? And good coordinators, you install an entire playbook, but then you major in what your guys can really go with. Go. Adding me, a big receiver. We'll do, here, we'll, I, I don't think this is an interview. World Cup bracket challenge. Go to foxsports.com. showed me enough. And enter your uh, he can't keep playing that way because his body got dollars. he was wearing down the by the end of the season November was, was, would you say Fields was wearing down by the end of the season oh yeah I mean yeah, he, he yeah. did do too much but like yeah. if you build he a team to. around him oh no exactly he won't have to do like that million bucks. And, and I think that you can get some results some obvious results next year I, I don't think it's like oh my god it takes three years to make an offensive line if you just get better athletes there three yeah. or four it will improve you know it's, they have they so may not be totally paint, cohesive, but the English Premier League is so substantial and so. Big They're talking about it. They'll get into um, it. This is I when the like World Cup was England. going. I would like to see. Did you think the Eagles got jobbed on that Leo call? Messi. What's up? Do you think the Eagles got jobbed on that eh, call? Yeah, but who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like it would have just been a longer field goal. Yeah, yeah. The but then, USA but then they would have gotten the ball back. Watched. I, I can't yeah. imagine. I mean, you're literally the day after Thanksgiving, sitting home watching USA England, and and we have what I I perceive as the most athletically talented soccer team in American yeah. history. Now it's the youngest in the yeah. World Cup, yeah. so we're not winning the Qatar. World Cup. Inhumane <laughs> slaves. And if you could win Nigeria, one, one in the Greece, round. they'll get into the Bears one match in, in the knockout round. You come I just, home. I just don't want to fast forward the kids, clip. If you look at their best players, they're like it's twenty-two good. to twenty-six years old. Yeah, man. So I, I USA think that, England Friday. Honestly, Michigan, I, I think the future is this. Here we go. They have the nowhere to go but up. The herd line so the news. Nets you know, kicked off Jacques Vaughn's oh, official tenure as head coach with a nice win over the Knicks. Clippers do this. Like all young quarterbacks. Here we go. And the players. 
Listen, I don't even want to get us started on what LeBron just Is tweeted this out about. Ben Shapiro? <laughs> Colin. All right, here we go. Listen. for an NFL record for a quarterback, 178 yards last week, the most in a regular season game since at least 1940. Head coach Matt Eberflus loves him. Tight end Cole Komet said it's been pretty special to watch what Fields is doing right now. They're going to trade him, though. Justin Fields, last five games, we're going to show you the stats here. Let me see him. Is this guy a franchise quarterback? I, it's starting to look like... Look well, at right it. now, but in six months, who the fuck knows what yeah. we're going to say about it? It's a five-game sample size. I don't know. Well, I mean... That's that's something. Well, that's in the warm weather. That's not in the... It's 30, 38 degrees, Chicago, Boeing. <laughs> How to, like all young quarterbacks. McDonald's. Read the defense. <laughs> see the listen. field. This is hard, man. You don't go from the Big Ten to the NFL and just do like, you know... Yeah. So, as he's figuring it out yeah. on the fly... I think Luke Getze, with fairly limited offensive help, is moving the pocket. And so this is why I like mobility. If you've got mobility, while you're trying to figure out this league, like Josh Allen's trying to figure out, you know, the yeah. league, you can pick up a lot of first downs and score a lot of points with your legs. That's why the classic pocket passer, it's rough. Because that first two years, in, in 2022, we give you two years. Yeah. At two years, you're out if you don't develop. Yeah. So if you're not picking up first downs and moving it beyond the pocket, we don't expect you to come into this league and be a great yeah. pocket surgeon. It's impossible. The, the, the smartest guys, the best guys, I mean, the Andrew Lux who walk into this league, Elway, Manning. Earlier this morning, he literally uh, said, Fields ain't Andrew Luck. Fields ain't this. Elway's first year. Not good. Patrick Not a good quarterback. Maybe the best town ever. I remember yeah. it well. Smart kid, coachable. Admitted, the light came on like late second year, early third. But Fields, as he's developing that kind of moxie, can move, extend the pocket, pick up first down. So it's obvious what the Bears need to do this offseason. Bolster the offensive line by, and go, by the most, the best receiver you can spend money no, no, on. No, 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 no. That's a big mistake. Wait a minute. The quarterback's on the rookie deal. No, no. This is when you do it. No. You did a segment on this. You go by the best center on the league. So give him a center. Give him a Pro Bowl okay. letter center. Okay. Then you draft another tight end with Cole Komet. Get another running back. Get another receiver. I think what you do, I don't think you just go by, because you if you spend the most for a receiver, he's going to want the ball and demand it. Well, uh, it depends but, who you get. Are you getting Tyreek Hill? Are you getting A.J. Brown? Look at all this. Look at all this adding around Justin Fields well, they're doing. Well, this morning, <laughs> trade him to Atlanta, Coca-Cola, <laughs> Delta. He's washed. Give him away. Does he want a plan to call? Ah. What's the scratching music in the background? Hey, we're hip. Listen That's to this the Herdline news music. A veteran with Cole Komet. I would go draft another <laughs> running back. I would draft music. two receivers. <laughs> hey. in, and Copyright free. Won't get, won't get struck. Yeah, exactly. be better. Go buy the best anchor, the best center on the market, yeah. and give him for the next three to four years a, a Ryan Jensen, a Pro Bowl level guy yeah, up yeah. front. Right in front I mean, of him at his feet. It's hard making it. The Eagles have a good Look offensive line. Look at the switch line. they make, though. The Eagles, like, not having a good offensive line is so disappointing. You can make that example with all of ESPN, by the way. Everyone was cheesing their dick over Justin Fields. Yeah, at that time. And now, all of a sudden... That, was that, like, late October? That was after the Dolphins' loss. Yeah. That was after they lost to the Dolphins. That, that, it was, like, mid-season. It was, like, week eight, nine, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, kind of mid-season. Because they beat them, they beat the and Patriots then, and they were three and three. And then it all changed at the Falcons' loss when they lost to the Falcons and they got on like a win. That's when everybody was like oh. started. First, they started not talking about Fields anymore, and then you could tell the narrative started changing of like, 
oh well he's had bad games in a row now so we have to start talking about like it's either yeah. he's he's either a franchise quarterback yeah. or a bust and you need to trade him yeah yeah there's yeah. never any yeah, yeah there's no yeah or this is the again terry bradshaw they it took him five years to develop five years like i got good bradshaw bradshaw early in his career was an awful quarterback it's yeah. so different now it is so different it, it, it's you have to be good like right away or something it's and, and I, he's shown me enough that i think he's good you just got to get some and, and start with the offensive line start with the offensive line and, and, and try to develop some receivers you got to get a, maybe a couple more receivers in there too but get some youth you know what and it's just they <laughs> i mean they have that's what they have to do you know and build it around him i get it your defense they, i mean they they put the white flag up i give him credit i give him credit they won a few games like no we're blowing this up now you know, and, and we're going to get as many draft picks as possible. And so I, I think they're going to have a pretty good draft, you know. Although this year's draft, I guess, is pretty shitty, they're saying. What, the NFL yeah, draft? Yeah, the NFL draft is not Oh, that even deep the quarterbacks. That's why the Bears yeah. could really swindle some fucking people here because, like, the there's not talent. Yeah. And even, the like, Levis, Bryce Young, and Stroud could all bust. Oh, yeah. Like, they're yeah. not locks. Yeah, yeah. Well, what is this fucking Heinz Ward? Anyone else who might have been in the way. For is Cordell it? Stewart, life Ooh. is a slash. Oh, Ooh, Wade Phillips. This is from Wade, Wade fucking Phillips. Whiskey Wade right there. Oh, God, boy. Did he what touch me? Did he touch me? Did his skin <laughs> touch me? Know. His skin didn't touch me, did you, 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 That's Bum Phillips' yeah. son. <laughs> Bum <laughs> Phillips. You know your name is Bum. You're not racially fucking positive. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I guess Earl Campbell loved Bum Phillips. Loved him. He called like, him, like he was. A he father. did call me boy. Well, I guess because I they, dealt with it. They played cards all the time. Hey, coach, you're gonna play cards with me. I like you. He's like one of the guys. Come in, play cards. He's one of the Peyton guys. Manning. He was black. He's the blackest guy now. Oh, oh, oh. Giving that referee an earful, saying that. Oh, was this was this the 2015 year? Is this the 2015 year? Yeah. They haven't been good since then. Yeah. They haven't made the playoffs one year. My neck was fused in seven places that year. (laughs) I was only able to look peripherally to the right. So we dealt with it. We called audibles from my left side. I, I flew to Vegas that year and watched the Super Bowl with CJ and oh, yeah? Brady. And yeah, well, well, was yeah. it during? Did it coincide with a draft? Uh, no, it didn't actually. Uh, it coincided with a lot of Adderall being eaten. That's Adderall. actually what it coincided with. Hell yeah! Uh, which I, I missed my flight <laughs> back to Chicago. I missed. It. I was like, oh fuck! I gotta go back and stay another day in the casino. You know, it's like shit. I, I didn't expect that one. You know, as a forty-six-year-old, you know what I mean. Like, I, I kind of let loose that week, you know? Defensive line for the Cowboys. Ooh, National League oh, Lacrosse. Trying to find fucking... Hey, man, it's all good. So, what about any more TV standings? Or a little bit of stone. Do you, you want to go through? TV history, TV history. Oh, you want to get into TV history? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to let's it. Let's do that, man. Let's do that. I like it. But, I, but again, at the end of the day... They're going to trade that pick, right? They're going to keep Fields, trade the pick. They got to keep Fields. You have to keep. Him. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's you know? what they're going to do. It, it, that's a smart thing to do, and and try to try to. If uh, if that was the storyline, then they would have to show a bodybuilding competition on ESPN, and they don't want to do that. Yeah. They don't want to show strongmen throwing kegs over, <laughs> so they have to create all these fucking NFL storylines. I, I remember watching ESPN when I was in college. They had this like Hawaiian people would make like. Uh, 
like old school rafts that they made in Hawaii, you know, and then and they do like uh, not like wave running on these old school like you know Hawaii Five O like you know with oars and stuff. Like they had like you know rafting teams in the Pacific Ocean. Like this should be like you know what two o'clock in the morning. These are NBA high highlights from February seventeenth, nineteen ninety six. Ooh, ooh, oh yeah, this is Jordan coming back. <laughs> Grant Hill highlights versus the Raptors on. F- February 17th. God, God, the NBA yeah, wanted Grant Hill to be a star. This is before they've changed their uniforms. <laughs> Pistons? They yeah. were still old school Pistons. Now the they've NBA gone back to this, right? <laughs> Pistons still shut out. Pistons. Oliver Miller misses. Oliver Miller. On the floor. And Otis Man. Otis away from the Raptors. Joe I remember Oliver Miller playing for Arkansas. I love that class. I was so excited when they went back to the red and the blue because I really only remember those teal fucking Pistons uh, uniforms. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the team stunk. They had fucking Joe Dumars was 50 years old yeah, fucking yeah. popping threes. Yeah, yeah. everyone was gone. That blew my mind. My dad told me Joe Dumars played on the 80s championship teams and I was like, get the fuck out oh, of here. Oh, he was great. Joe Dumars is great. Very good guy. He's like the GM. He was the GM yeah. for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he made his future in, uh, in, in, you know, in management. Love those business. Raptors uniforms. That was the era of having like a picture of something as your logo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like the Jazz went with the mountains. The Hawks had the big extended hawk on yeah. their uniforms. The Steve Smith era hawk. That's Dave Bing. Detroit anyway. Mayor Dave Bing. Dave Bing. Just a, yeah. a nice man. Actually, he's a nice man. Uh, he was actually. I think probably a pretty good mayor. I think he was he wasn't completely corrupt. You know a story about that guy Kilpatrick? You know, is it Kwame Kilpatrick, I think, was the mayor? No. Kwame Kilpatrick was the mayor of Detroit in the uh like, like um, during the Super Bowl when the Steelers beat the Seahawks. And when the Steelers beat the Seahawks. Yeah. That era. Well, supposedly he was mayor of Detroit. He was 35 years old. He was the mayor of Detroit. 35. The story is, is that a uh, a stripper got murdered at his fucking like his, his mayoral mansion during hell some yeah, party. dude. It's it was like, like it was like the game Clue for one night. I mean, it was just like holy shit! Like someone got murdered. Clue Detroit you know? edition. Like he was really, really corrupt. It was the mayor you know? with a Ford Motors fucking. Detroit got taken over. The state took over the city. So here we'll go. We'll go some more history. This was a little bit earlier in February, but yeah. also 1996. You Good. probably Good. remember this. I very much. This happened in Ireland or the UK. Wow. Oh, was- this is the Docklands IRA bomb explosion aftermath. I guess they had like there was like decades of peace in the IRA. This is their first bombing. Wow. Well, no, no, no. I don't think they were decades. Since. It was like oh, the, eight years. It was eight years of peace or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Man, that... This is a year after Oklahoma City, so the U.S. Yeah. is probably all wet for this. Like, yeah. oh, another bomb. Yeah. Again, I'll say it. Poor Oklahoma City bombing. September 11th, you know, it fucking dwarfs it. So no one remembers it. But it was a completely... McVeigh was a MAGA guy. He was a MAGA guy of that time. He, he was a stochastic terrorist, you know? Not all MAGA people are that way. I get that. But there, there is an element that has been energized by this whole thing that is violent and uh, and playing on that violence, wanting to use that violence, the, the fear of the violence. The, the strategy behind that is, is evil, 
it's evil to do that to other human beings, you know. Uh, but it's a, it's a strategy that works. It has to be uh, acknowledged that really it works. Really in need of some you know? more. I don't want it to work, but it works. Oh man, ninety six. There was a they, the Atlanta bombing. There was a there was the era of pipe bombs. Man. The- Oh, here we go. This is the actual video of it. I love how they just show a picture of a lorry for there's no fucking just show a picture of a lorry. <laughs> Lady pedestrian, come back down here. I'll please. be honest with you. I don't remember this. Here we go. I'll speak to you too if you want. Do you want me to hang on the phone? That guy walking by with his fucking tea and crumpets. Yeah. I'll put a spot on for you. IRA uh, my front yard is, is this the footage from the building that blows up yeah oh inside the building no this is the outside oh oh so they're actually looking this is classic night ooh oh yeah oh yeah yeah shit went down shit. it was a very but it was a very British proper explosion you see how it went all in the street like man it- that, that's that'd be crazy to see yeah you're just like live Wait, I'm gonna get deep here. I'm gonna get deep here. We've we've talked about this before, but when you think of the most like, what's the most fucked up violent thing you think you've ever seen? I hate to be like. I mean, I've seen a couple of them fucking like Taliban like beheadings. Yeah, no, I mean live in person. Like, in person? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we've actually seen something. You know, Not like, much, man. I've had a pretty fucking yeah, pretty yeah. safe life. This is more British television. Here I've seen some bad fights. So they've seen some bad fights, like really pretty violent, a lot of blood fights, <laughs> you know? Oh, so glad I didn't have to go through that. Oh, oh, is this the Concord? Bl- no, no, this is what I, I thought it was going to come later. Michael Jackson's getting off. It was the era of Jacko when they would stop the news. Look at him with his curtain on his face. He, he truly... Uh, it's he, a soccer team jacket. He, he truly went crazy. He was crazy. He was uh, he was mentally unstable. Huge in Europe. When I, when I traveled to Europe in like an O2, the first time I went there, he still was huge in Europe. Like Michael Jackson is one of the most talented performers I've ever seen. I was like, come on! I always thought he was a joke. I mean, he's good. Thriller's good. Some British fucking look at this, like fucking Monty. Pi- everything's like Monty Python in Britain. <laughs> Going to the see what was on TV for the rest of the day. This is Robin Williams on some British show, but it was today in 1996. A lot of wow. David Beckham references, probably. A British monologue. Look at him. Look at this. Right, let's get proper. <laughs> you ready to get proper? <laughs> right now, welcome. Welcome back. Now, as usual, I received uh, hundreds of Valentine cards this year. Mostly, mostly I have to say from myself. Mostly uh, from children, because I'm a pedophile. But the most interesting was a personalised one I had from Sarah Ferguson, which was uh, like that. So, uh, you know, very topical. She's some broad, My some fucking bitch one here of in the England. And funniest of Hollywood film stars. Uh, but he's still in the habit of performing stand-up comedy in out-of-the-way venues just to keep his hand in. Which, let's face it, is how we managed to get him to come here tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Robin Williams. He's just going to take over he the fucking show. Huge. He was still huge. This is the era of, like, kind of the bull haircut Robin Williams. Yes. He was really emphasizing the jerk-off motion. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Hold on. 
Hello, I'm doing my act 24-7. It's going to lead to my suicide eventually. Because <laughs> yeah, I've worked. never been myself. He, you know, worked. one, two, three, four. Yeah. Yes, I am. Yes. I'm here for your five o'clock. <laughs> oh, no outgoing mail, sir. Yeah. So you've... Uh, Lovely tie. Yeah, not many people can wear the measles. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. Uh, look at this set. Yeah. He's, just, uh, I, I gotta he's just like, so you're not on cocaine. <laughs> I, I, I gotta be, I gotta be honest. You, you don't think Robin Williams is funny? You'd be correct. I, I, I've never, I never really got him that. His bad. movies are great. I, I he's a great fun. actor. I, I think he was good in uh, Dead Poets Society. I mean, he's good in Mrs. Doubtfire. Let's be honest with, you with know, ourselves here. But he's. Uh, so we got Saturday night, February seventeenth, nineteen ninety six. We had an episode of Hudson Street. We had a new episode of Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Ooh, Cops was new. This is Cops was really peaking at oh, this era. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cops, to me, was like, I got the same vitriolic tone back then. I loved it back cops, then. Uh, as I do about MAGA folks now. I was a big like, Cops that, that little, guy. <laughs> not all MAGA folks. I Man, shouldn't say that. Saturday night was really... But it, they were pumping new TV. Elf was on Saturday nights in 1996. Those were the Elf? later Elfs. Project Elf. Wow. Maybe this was the fucking finale. <sighs> Alf was still a show. I didn't. Oh, even absolutely. Know Ninety-five, that. ninety-six. Wow. I, I didn't. I mean, I was. I, I didn't own a television set for years. I loved back Alf, then, dude. Man. I was a big Alf supporter. I, I think this might have been near the finale. If it wasn't the finale, do you want to catch any of these? You want to try and watch any of these? No, no, no. It's, I, I want to go for, more forward in, into the year. What? Yeah. What else was going on? Ninety-six. That would have been the year we're coming up on the uh, NCAA basketball time of March. March Madness is right around the corner. So you want to break away from the theme here? uh, That was Kentucky. Kentucky beat Syracuse in the championship game. That was Patino finally bringing Kentucky back to greatness. You know, because he took over. I remember when Kentucky won. Didn't they beat Connecticut no, in no, the no, final? They, they beat they Syracuse. Beat, oh, okay. In 1996, it was this. You were coming up to this this day in TV history. It'll be coming up soon because they beat uh, Syracuse. Well, I can only do what's on, like, YouTube. Oh, like, okay. We can only watch <laughs> oh, what's no, no, on YouTube. Yeah. I'm saying we have to watch. I'm just saying. Just in, terms of, yeah, in terms of what we know is coming. Yeah. You know? Oh. Sybil, Sybil was still on here. Let me, dude. I'm telling you, switch over the screen. That that was a show, man. Oh, all those Grace Under Fire, Sybil. Those were all fucking huge shows. This is. I wasn't watching much sports in this era. I gotta be honest with you. Like I knew of them, but I was a big like. I was watching Home Improvement and Thunder Alley and Lois and Clark. Like I was much more into like regular television in this era. Absolutely. Well, yeah, network TV was. I mean, space above and beyond. A Case for Life is a new fuck. It was a TV movie that was on on ABC. He's killing. They love him. You can't turn me off. I'm very annoying. If you're lucky. Yeah. I guess yeah, he he's starting to look more modern, though. For a while, he yeah. still looked like 80s Robin Williams. Yeah. Had his yeah. fucking rat tail mullet. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Even, even in like the very early 90s. Yeah, yeah, he he had matured a bit by this point. I guess when he would go up at the comedy store, it was literally like he was bouncing off the wall. Oh, I I'm mean, sure. Just freakish energy. Fucking know? matted hair on his chest and shit. Yeah, absolutely. So in Ooh. February 18th, 1996, there was a movie called The Case for Life. Two loving sisters, one a homemaker, the other a lawyer, 
divided by their views on abortion, find themselves in a bitter conflict when the pro-life sister who is pregnant is diagnosed with a life-threatening heart condition, refusing a therapeutic abortion. The pro-choice sister takes her ailing sibling to court to force her to have the life-saving abortion. That's what they... Oh, my God. The twists. The court sides with the pregnant sister, but she loses her baby when she goes into cardiac arrest. Her life is ultimately saved by God. Uh, and the two sisters find the love to mend their damaged relationship and agree to disagree. I'm going to get this baby sucked out, but I still love you. <laughs> That's kind of like the... So Raquel Welch died. Yeah. <sighs> God. And she's in a similar movie in the 80s called Right to Die. <laughs> and here it is. Is this, this is doing Jumanji. The, he's doing the Jumanji He's doing rounds? the Jumanji tour. God. You know, I'm relegated to doing kids' movies. That's what happens when you're sober from cocaine. You only do kids' <laughs> movies. Every day at Michael Jackson's house is like... He fucking <laughs> killed himself, man. Robin Williams hung himself. Yeah. He fucking killed himself. Isn't it amazing? Uh, it's just... Uh, it's full of them there. Was, was that frightening? One, one might describe it as bizarre. Would one describe it as bizarre? Every time I look around... I mean, because again, the whole thing... But you always knew. It's like he's running from himself in some weird way, you know? Well, no, he had that Louis body dementia, which like, yeah, fucking really twists your fucking brain. Like, I think they literally said his suicidal thoughts were from having that. Yeah. And he was like developing Parkinson's and shit. Like when you get Louis body dementia, you, it's like four years. You have like a four year lifespan. Like you don't live past five years with that shit. Is that what Bruce Willis got? Was this diagnosed? Cause that that was just released. I think he has Parkinson's. Yeah. I guess he's got straight up Parkinson's. I guess it's gotten like a notch worse. Like like his condition is like worsening. It's not getting better. Go around. Just smoke weed out of tinfoil. You won't get (laughs) Alzheimer's disease. But is that something he said? No, I'm just fucking. <laughs> That's a I'm just doing the fucking. You're like Williams. No, man, when he's crawling on. around in the vent and die hard, and he's like, yeah. "Come on, just come over real quick." He uh, that movie. You know something? I, I didn't. Again, those movies I didn't always like. But what was, Die Hard? That that was a maturation of the medium. Before him, it, it was an offshoot from the Schwarzenegger uh, Stallone model of action movie. Like, it was a little bit smarter. He was a little bit more every man. You know what I mean? He yeah. He didn't have this hulkish, freakish body. It was more like he had certain wits about him that made him, like, formidable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was, a, ma- it was a maturation of, of, the, uh, of the action genre. It was still ridiculous, but, uh, but it was a maturation, I think. That's Adam Crocious on film. <laughs> Here, I'm pulling I, up I just, this right to die. I used to be that way. Uh, this is the truth. What a spaz! I, yeah, yeah, when I was like in my early twenties, you were hyperactive like I that. I couldn't turn off, and it was funny, but I think it also freaked some people out. It was kind of weird, you know. It was fun. Oh yeah, you know, because you just or that need the energy to always be that way was like this is exhausting. I can't be this way. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I can't just be full throttle all the time. And I still get accused of being kind of intense sometimes, you know. But it's like, man, I couldn't imagine. Having to be on TV and be that way as you age, too. It's like, I I don't know. I like to think there's a certain grace in age. <laughs> well, yeah, all the, all the sexiest people are old. You just got to get, you got to become a silver fox. So this is from Right to Die. This is 1987. This is the Raquel Welch movie, Right to Die. said it would be like this. On the other hand, if it sweats. Look at these commercials. Fritz and Fred, 
Good sports through all kinds of weather. Bob Woodward with unknown information about the CIA. Tomorrow oh my God, Donahue. Donahue, Donahue was fucking huge when I was oh. a kid. He was uh, like the it was before Oprah. It, Donahue was always like this is the non-silly talk show. Yeah, Donahue yeah. deals with real issues. Oh, absolutely. My Both mom sides loved- liked Phil Donahue. But but oh yeah 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 no my uh look at my mom like Donahue. That's what's when they shaved a few wings off the peacock. Remember in '85 when they had like 47 fucking oh, feathers on that peacock? I remember in the '70s. That, that was their that was their emblem. Raquel Welch, as you never thought you'd see her, pregnant. A true story. No, I'm not the same as I used to be, but I can still feel. Her family's <laughs> love gave her the strength. I'm not giving up. Her love. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like the room with fucking Michael Gross from Michael Family, Gross and family Emmy winner Bonnie Bartlett from St. Elsewhere co-star. Listen, right to die. Th- a those world are some names. Movie. Those are a Next. few names in there. A right to die. Yes. Arms open. It's a right to die. Don Olmeyer. Yeah, absolutely. I think he used to do like uh, sports. Some this is like events. the pilot to Growing Pains. Yeah, he, he might. <laughs> This is like that music is so fucking eighties. By the way, Raquel Welch is most proud of this movie. Seriously, but this was was her, was it was her high. She won an mark? Emmy for it. Well, because I mean, if you see her early movies, it was literally like just wear this loincloth. It was like borderline porn of its era. <laughs> If you ever see her early movies, it's unbelievable. She was also stunningly beautiful. Stunningly beautiful. Ed O'Neill is in this. Here, I'm gonna stop casting, but I'm gonna I'm gonna recast it because I wanna I fast forward it a little bit. You know Ed O'Neill, he, he's the father. He's fucking Al Bundy, exactly, dog. Exactly, exactly. Because Ed O'Neill is in it, man. Holy shit, they got a cast. <laughs> right to die, is that what it's called? Yeah. But this is like pre-Jack Gamorkian. I'm bummed you don't remember. You're the one who told me about this movie. Seriously? I only know about this because of you. I have no memory of this. Jesus, hey, the Alzheimer's is kicking in. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. But, but she, Raquel Welch, in her day, she was still be. Although, when I started getting into like being aware of television, her star started to fade already. She was a bit of a flash in the pan. Late sixties, very late really. 60s. Was she one of the angels? No, 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 no. But uh, they were very much based on her, though her look and her appearance, because she truly was. I mean, if you see pictures of her when she was like in the late sixties, it was like, oh my god, you are yeah, a stunning go. beauty. I've picked it up a little like, bit down like, the road like, here. Like Sharon, you know, this is beautiful. Sharon Tate was beautiful. Oh yeah, see pictures. You're like, oh my, it's a naturally. Oh, there's no way to beautiful woman. All the taste of sun kiss. Never mind. This is gonna be a dud. This was a flop. Because I can't cast it and do the whatever. Sharon Tate, man, she was gorgeous. What, 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 a, what a weird time. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go kill. So, At mean, least we got to watch the intro. I guess that shit fucking still happened. Oh. Ooh, he's getting pumped, dude. Yellowstone getting graphic. There we go. Is, is that Courtney Love? This is network television. Is that Courtney Love? <laughs> <laughs> That's what hole means right there. <laughs> ramming it. Of course, absolutely, man. I oh. saw hole in concert in the mid-90s. Did you? That's I went, great. I, I saw Bab Religion hold Dinosaur Jr. Uh, who else was on that bill? It was like a, it was it was at the USC Pavilion. And understand this weekend. You want to go with me? 
I love when there's dialogue post sex because it's just like your wet wiener is just hanging out while you have this serious dialogue. Put your fucking prick away before you start having a conversation. <laughs> Clean yourself up a bit, That's man. Get a washcloth. Do you need a towel to flick that thing out on? Look, he's still sealing up. Here is Belt. Look in the mirror. Yeah, you fucked her good, man. You know something? When the government comes after your land, you got to stand up to the government. There's a dark purpose behind what they're doing when they're coming on your land. You should be able to own I guess here's everything. what's great about Yellowstone, though, and why it is in first place in the TV league, yeah. because there is that aspect. It is like yeah. he, the government wants to, it's the last privately owned ranch, and they want to, like, build condos on it. So yeah. he, like, first it's just little mischief and tricks, and then now in season seven, Dutton, fucking Costner's character, is like a U.S. senator. Yeah. And, yeah. like, he's murdered nine people. Like, it's just... <laughs> gone way they've way jumped the shark wow. but wow. it's one of those shows it's like that sons of anarchy where like conservatives love it the left loves it but no one gives it reward awards because it is kind of right-leaning yeah so that fires the conservative fans up about it yeah and you have people that like stump for it because it's like the woke media doesn't want to tell you that this is the best show but then you even have liberal people being like no it actually is the best show yeah, on tv yeah 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 absolutely. but the award people will not give it an Emmy for best show because it is kind of like an the anti award. <laughs> you know what the award is? It got made and you uh, made a shitload of yeah, money. I'm an That's your award. species. There was a new episode of Rockford files on in 1996. Oh, wow. Godfather knows best. Wow. Maybe they tried to reboot it. Wow. That's amazing. This Jim has to be Garner a Rockford files alive? reboot. This has. Oh no, it is. Oh, it's from 70 premiere. Oh no, wait, is this like a, yeah, he was in it still. James Garner, yeah. Uh, so so apparently, he, James Garner plays Jim Rockford, and then Robert Donnelly plays Joseph Rocky Rockford, and then I imagine there's a younger Joseph Rocky Rockford. So this is probably like father and son. Did you know who wrote for the Rockford Files back in the seventies? Who his very first. Uh, David Chase. That's dope. It was his very first writing. It was a Rockford Files. Rockford Files was actually deemed kind of a respectable cop show of its time. My dad liked the Rockford Files. The plots were a little bit more sophisticated, a little bit more aware. Had some good acting. Lou Gossett Jr. made a few appearances in the Rockford Files. You know, but you, you, they had good actors in there who were doing doing cameos. You know, they, they they'd pull some people. Garner was a big Raiders fan. <laughs> You've been on the sidelines left for Raider games. To your body. Monday, February 19th. Mon no more Monday Night Football. This is a couple few weeks. After. This is back when the Super Bowl was January 18th. And shit. Oh, I, absolutely. Uh, we had, uh, let's see, new episodes of The Nanny, new Murphy Brown, I, I, I new have, Melrose Place. I got to be honest. Fran Drescher, she did it got for Got it me. for you. She did it for There's me. an episode of Ned and Stacy called The Gay Caballeros. Do you remember Ned and Stacy? I kind of remember that show. Mm. Nah, not really. That's Dharma and Greg before Dharma and Greg. Yeah, yeah. Better eat that before the government comes in and gets it, boy. You know, you should be able to eat whatever you want. And they're going to try to cancel you because you got the wrong skin color. But you know <laughs> something, son? You just stick by your gun and everything's going to be just fine. Because them liberals is pussies. That's what they I'm are. Try to make that place just like the place they left. Just trying to that make that play sense. Nice. Not one bit. 
You know, back this was just chocolate ice cream. Now it's a whole political system, man. Sorry, here. Yeah. Hold out both hands. You know, Jews are the reason that ice cream fell off. They control the environment <laughs> with a laser in the sky, and they knock little boys' ice cream off because you're a Christian I, boy. Did you, did you see? I, I don't know if you watch it. Did you see what Marjorie Taylor Greene was wearing in the State of the Union? Actress? No, but she was heckling old Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like <clears throat> that. Was actually, I'll be honest. I actually watched it. I watched it. You know, it's like whatever. I get you know. I kind of never watch that shit. But I watched it, and he handled it actually pretty well, I thought. I think he actually, you know, he was kind of good at that moment. I'll do one night of adding, of adding the standings here, because I want to do this new thing with TV League where I actually add the points on the show. Yeah. I feel like that's the only way to make it exciting versus me just being like, yeah. here's who scored points this week. Yeah. Like, actually show who scores points. So let's do a first night. This is for... Uh, What's the date here? I should have been. I need to be smoother with this. This is for Tuesday, February you know 7th. We're look what's going on there, boy. I'm dealing with my emotions. Just hope I don't regret this. We're about to it, 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 cause a mass shooting here, son. Is, is he going to uh, rob a bank? I don't know. This somewhere? is only episode two. Oh, so the, this is the Dutton Ranch. He's probably going to approach the Duttons. You don't fuck with the Duttons, boy. Really? Charles S. Yeah, it's a it's a weird like just Yellowstone here in a TV show. <laughs> it is a rugged country that's also in a massive trouble because this entire region of the globe is uh, dying. Just to let you know, well, yeah, and that whole because area is going to explode because of, there's a mega volcano in the ground yeah, anyway. Absolutely, it's going to blow up. So this new version of Night Court, Crocious, yeah, is fucking killing it right now. Yeah, so it took first place on Tuesday, February seventh. Uh, didn't change in viewership, didn't change in demo, demo, but it was an above average uh, for that night in its place. So Night Court is going to get 51 points. Is this also like you bring your kid sure along when you're going to negotiate with someone to disarm him because he's a kid? Thank you for this. You don't want to. Oh shit, Casey! I've dated women with shorter hair. You don't even come here. He just does the Godfather speech like Luca Brasi. <laughs> well, is he coming hey, back from like? Does he do a tour? No, this is modern times. I know. <laughs> if you do a tour in Vietnam, it's fucking twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that was Mr. Daniel. Good for you. You're the only one who shares that opinion. That's because I'm the only one who got to know him. <laughs> We're about to go fuck in the barn or what? That's what's going to go happen, Strawberry? Come on. Do you here. sense them building an affair between us? You between know. this tension right now? <laughs> Around episode 11 or 12, we're going to fucking <laughs> dance in the tulips, as they say here on the ranch. Hey, Case. Let's go. Come on. Let's go, baby. Americans are wild. Jones. I don't know if you know this. So you're I, you're gonna be my math. What's two eighteen plus fifty one? Two eighteen plus fifty one is a two sixty nine. I need you to be sure. Two, two, uh, two eighteen plus two fifty one. Two two. No, two eighteen plus fifty one. Is it two sixty nine? It's two sixty nine. Two eighteen. Fifty. Fifty eight. Sixty eight. Two eighteen plus fifty one. Right. Yeah, so yeah. it's 269. Okay. 269. Maybe this isn't the best way to do the fucking TV okay. league. Okay. Hold on. 
So it goes from 218 to 269 points and it jumps up right around the Black Mafia area. Oh, yeah. The Black Mafia family. That's a new hit show right now. Yeah. It's a reality show about like legit African American mobsters. It's fantastic. I'm Even sure. blacks can be Italian. Oh, hey, man. It's all part of the same urban milieu. The Irish, the Irish, the Jews, the Catholics. Hey, don't bring my Uncle Lou into it Listen, when you talk about the herb. I, I watched a great thing on YouTube today. Uh, about, it, was, it, was, it was a guy who was from the Chicago outfit, and it was him talking about his... There's, there's this guy who's from the New York families who became this born-again Christian, and he just makes a career out of it. And he, he's, trying like, he's like a counselor to these kids who grew up in mob families. This guy's old man was an enforcer. He killed Sam Giancana. That's pretty I mean, dope. I mean, you know I mean, he was like an enforcer. It was like, wow. He was a murderer. That's I love that you know the mobsters. That's when you know that you like came up in the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So FBI gets 42 points. Let's see if it was an above average. These oh, yeah, encore. Reruns of fucking police procedurals. Fucking killing it. So that gets 42 points here. They just romanticize this. You're on a horse. And you don't fish that way. I fish. Get in the canoe or stand on the edge of the, of the, of the river. You're going with your horse. You don't want to mix it all up like that. The fish are going to go away. So FBI goes from 751 to 792. Look at that. That is a nice fish. Didn't make that much of a jump, though. Only jumped about one spot. The closer you get to the top of that TV league, you need more and more... Look at that fish, man. Fishing. It's red because of the fucking liberals put Jew chemicals in the water. <laughs> you see that? That's how you fish. That's how you fish, boy. Oh, oh, is this like, this is like... Oh, I don't know what, I don't, you know, I've never seen this show. You know what so. that message is right there? It's like, the tourists are coming in. Uh, the tourists are coming in a little bit, you know. Our life, our way of life is being encroached upon. Coming we, in we third, don't like that. Coming in in third place for February 7th in the TV yeah. League, 911 Lone Star. 36 points for 911 Lone Star. I've only seen eight minutes of the show and I feel like I know it, but I don't. Every day. That guy's in it, though. That guy's a known actor. He and Jake Gyllenhaal probably did a lot of auditions. Oh, yeah. They, I mean? they scrapped yeah, for a lot yeah. of it. You know, I was supposed to play that tard in fucking Gilbert Gray. <laughs> you know, I, it was going to be me in Brokeback. Can Mountain. you imagine? I've always said this. During the 90s, there were several apartments in Los Angeles that contained a struggling actor. That was pretending to be a retarded person yeah. <laughs> to audition for What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, absolutely. And that person had a roommate. Yeah. And he had to listen to his roommate pretend to be retarded absolutely. for two months. <laughs> Getting into character for yeah, it. For a role they for sure weren't going to get. Oh, God. Oh, I know. Absolutely, man. I mean, it's just like. That's fantastic. Absolutely. That, 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 that's still, isn't it still kind of a roll of the dice? It's still a roll of the dice, you know? It's. Oh, yeah. You know? I'm but you, you commit though. to the tard. I, I, I'm, I'm in a good headspace, man. Where I think we're gonna, we're gonna we finally transferred. We're gonna get our tenth iteration of the uh, sizzle wheel done. Oh yeah, you're sizzling. Yeah, yeah. We hired someone on, like a real sizzler. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we got a good. You got an authentic sizzler for the show you know, now. So we'll see. Well, we're not there yet. But we've been on a god. We've been on a holding pattern for like four months, man. You know. What are you a plane? What is this a fucking? We just well, it's just life a flight pattern way and shit. So, but whatever. It's good though. We're, we're back on track. I mean, it's. I don't know. I want. I think we're getting close to being back on track. I. I mean, I gotta take the bull by the horns more or something. I don't know. You know. I mean, a 
any fucking self-help person would probably tell you that. Yeah, you know, it's just a, it's just sort of... You got a bull. You got to take the bull by the fucking testicles there, bro. <laughs> well, you have to have enough to actually do that. You have to, you have, to have a product that's relatively polished that actually looks okay, that isn't completely amateurish. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's still going to be pushed to the side. It's just it's just a big game. It's, it's pulling the fucking the, the, the one-armed bandit. That's all you're doing over and over and over again. You're just trying to make it as good as you can Is your show going to have a one-armed bandit? <laughs> but no, but my point is, is like it's just... It's got to be polished. Otherwise, people just don't see it, you know? Unbelievable. We got a debut in the league, I think. Oh, oh really? What I think 911 Lone Star is going to make its wow. league debut. Here it is. 36 points. Yep, here it is. They're built. Yep. We want you to stop it, Ron. You should move it. Is that the developer? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. No, this, you know, hey, man, there's a modern thing going on here, man. Well, yeah, it takes place in 2020. <laughs> Everything's modern. This isn't a show about the fucking, this isn't a Clint Eastwood movie. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think we're watching? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? This show has, I mean, people like it. Oh, absolutely. Like, this isn't it's like. Watched. No, it, it's decent. I mean, we definitely make fun of it, but like, I love how you're like. <laughs> convinced. Yeah, where are the cowpokes? <laughs> you're like, at some point, he's going to morale a town, right? You know, well, you know, we're just going to tell stories and listen to Mom, Pa, Kettle. Get into the rocking chair. Kettle. That, I guess they were like big, they were like big, son, like movie stars in the forties and fifties. Kevin Costner has a show about this area, like the real area, on Fox Nation now. Oh yeah, he does. So nine one one Lone Star debuting in the TV league at thirty six points. So now both nine one one shows Silver are star. in the fucking league. Yeah, you see, he looks disgusted, dude. You letting him in our house, man? But you see, he, you gotta kill someone to get one of those. Ain't that right, Case? What about that one? That's the Navy Cross. Ain't Navy people gay. What I had to do to get that one. Gotta suck dick, brother. What, what, what do you have to do? You have to kill someone? I don't know. He He's telling his war he story. He won't tell you. You see, again, I, I knew he there said, was a I think war he said you don't want to know what you have to do to get that. Yeah. Oh, here comes the big man. I knew there was another. Well, I hope under I'm not intruding. Of course not. But my uh, grandfather's not here. Well, I'm not here to see your grandfather. I want to thank you for helping the other day. I don't know your father. I hope it didn't put you in a. I don't want to know your father. Position. I don't well, know how you survived well, the Hiroshima bombing, no but. Well. <laughs> the bargaining chips, means to an end. Politicians are like crabs. We move sideways to go forward. Well, that won't get you too far with him. An honest man. An honest man. He says he'll do something. Nothing will stop him if you call that honest. I do. It's a rare thing these days. What do you want from me? Well, see, I'm a Native American hitman. Help me. Understand the man I'm negotiating with. Oh, he's reasonable. So he's provoked. And reason don't factor in at all. Doubt that helps you, but that's who he is. That helps. 
Thanks for that Thank fucking... you for your time. Have a good evening. Love how his boots squeaked when he walked away. Yeah, <laughs> you ready to wind down? Yeah, yeah, okay. I got, I got it. Yeah. Man. So yeah, this is good so, though. This so I'll be. I think I'm gonna stream tomorrow uh, to do a, a, a TV league show because I kind of like this adding the points while we watch TV. Sure. Fucking thing. So I'm gonna do that. And this is just me pontificating. Well, I line up music. Um, oh, yeah, and then they got 1883 or 1923, which is their, like, prequel show. Okay. About the Dutton Ranch in the 20s. That would be yeah. more your Clint Eastwood-y yeah, 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 yeah. fucking... <laughs> I might be into that. Oh, this is good, too. Fucking people chewing straight backy era. <laughs> All right, man. But we should, uh, you know... Wind it up. Yeah. You know, it's been a good show. It's been fun to do it again. It has been a good show. It's very loud. But yeah, thanks yeah. for tuning in. Uh, we'll be, I'll be back tomorrow. Who knows when Crocious will be back. Well, we'll stay in contact. I'll be on soon. All right. Wow. We love you. Bye. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>